Welcome to the Chick Foley Show. What is up, Foley fan? We are back with not episode 136 of the Chick Foley Show because this is going to be a special uh, one-off episode. We're going to re-release the Serial Wars episode that we did as a part of March Madness. We'll get into the details of why we're doing something a little bit different this week. But first, I want to introduce the star of the show, Sheena. Hey, how's it going? I, uh, I'm drinking coffee this morning, so it's a little bit different than our usual beverage break. We're recording like, you know, really early. So yeah. I got a nice hot cup of coffee here and uh, ready to ready to talk some some cereal with you guys. Yeah, it's currently 8.51 in the morning uh, where we're at here in Kentucky, which is a completely different vibe from the typical 9.30, 10, 10 15 that we're recording uh, our regular weekly episodes. And but, we're recording like out in the middle of BFE. We're here like among the birds and the squirrels and, you know, outside on our back patio. So yeah, we, uh, we want to get a little bit of different ambiance. So we, yeah, we're actually yeah. out here in the middle of the woods, uh, about five feet away from pretty much what, I, what I'd call a freaking forest. Um, yeah. so you may hear some crickets, you may hear some, some chipmunks, all kinds of wildlife back here in the we background. We were just hoping you wouldn't hear our kids screaming and our dogs barking and yeah, everything, the, which is why we had to move our operation outside. Yeah. The kid, the kids are inside with the grandparents right now. So we've got about five or six minutes to spare before we need to kick it over to something else. Um, however, I do have to, uh, get Sheena's thoughts on Alistair, Tommy, Malachi, Black End's debut last night on <laughs> AEW. That was definitely kind of the highlight of the big week in wrestling. So we couldn't let that go by without getting your thoughts. So Sheena, just give us some quick hits on the the debut angle of uh, Alistair Black in AEW. Dude, first of all, I just want to say that I loved it. I thought it was epic. I think it's pretty cool because, you know, I think in our minds, we were all expecting an Alistair Black, Tommy End debut uh, with AEW, but it came out that he only had a 30 day non compete clause. Whereas, you know, normally with WWE, you have a 90 day compete or non compete. So, you know, we were expecting it, but probably a little bit later in the summer, early fall. And it just kind of came out of nowhere. And we were traveling, you know, so we were like on the road. I didn't get to see that little short film that um, he had put on his Instagram, which was epic, by the way. If you haven't watched it, go back. He does this. It's like Mike Myers, a Jace, where he's like in an asylum. Um, you know, the doctors are checking on him and he plant, he has all these little Easter eggs in there from his WWE life. Like he talks about, you know, Matthew pushing his eye into the, into the stairs, which we know is Buddy Murphy's real name. And, uh, he talks about being in the asylum for five years. Nobody believes him. And they're like, that's all in your head. So I just thought he's just a freaking genius, man. I love everything about it. Of course, he had to have his first interaction with none other than the nightmare Cody Rhodes. Yeah, he's just, again, Cody thinks he's Triple H. Same way when Sting came in <laughs> yeah. uh, to WWE after, you know, 15 years of waiting for it. The first thing he does is hit this guy who he has like absolutely zero history with. So, yeah, yes. exactly. Well, I mean, same thing. Yeah, same thing with uh, Sting, you know. I mean, Sting, for, or Sting, when Sting came into AEW. He, oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, so that, yeah, that was point blank. Yeah, history repeating itself, man. Yeah. Crazy. Um what did I you think, think? Yeah, it was a big surprise, like you mentioned. I think one of the other thing that made it even a little bit more surprising is the fact that Zelina just re-debuted yeah, on WWE. Yeah, when she yeah, did yeah. that, um, in, in my mind, I kind of just assumed, okay, it's just a matter of time before Aleister Black comes back to WWE. Mm -hmm. And even in the most recent interview or podcast he did, he said he had no plans to return to WWE at this time, which obviously we know at yeah. this time means that, yeah, you could change plans tomorrow. Um, so it's pretty cool. Uh, he's... A, 
instant main event player. Don't don't stick him in the mid card like they've done uh, with Christian and some of the other guys who have debuted. Miro, let this guy needs to be main event picture. Send him go, going after the, the TNT Championship, the World Championship. Like, let's get this guy to the top of the card. Yeah, as soon as possible. So again, uh, we're in Kentucky right now. This is where me and Sheena are both from, the home of Hillbilly Jim. Uh, we make it here about once a year and we have some awesome family. And one of the, uh, you know, it's a gift and a curse because, uh, one of the things about it is that when you are home once a year, your plan, your, your time is kind of jam packed, you know, and, yeah. and your time we, with your family is precious. So, I mean, exactly. we, yeah, we so don't, we, we're not saying, you know, we don't like, but it's like, you really have to make the most of the, of the time that you have here. Yeah. So yeah, our, our schedules are pretty much booked, you know, daylight to dark. Yeah. And here. we thought that we were going to be able to still find a way to cram in our normal weekly episode, but, uh, it, it quickly became apparent that it was getting away from us. And we either way had to shortchange you guys or shortchange our family and we didn't want to do either. So we're just going to give you guys a little treat. Um, we did have a little bit of an adventure traveling from yeah. uh, Norfolk, Virginia to to, uh, to Morgantown, Kentucky. Uh, tell them a little bit about that road trip, Shane. First road trip in the new White Walker. Yeah, so I was super excited. We're taking our first road trip in the in the Honda Odyssey. I'm like, oh, I'm a van mom. I'm going to get to drive my van. You know, <laughs> yeah, the half- DVD play. We had a specially curated yeah. DVD collection for the kids to watch Halfway on the way. across the country. I packed a cooler. I had organized the van healthy the way snacks. I wanted to. Yeah, healthy snacks. Like, it was just going to be, it was going to be good. You know, I will preface and say that my kids were amazing, like, the whole ride. I was shocked because I've heard so many road trip stories of people with little kids and how it's just like horrible, you know, uh, but they did so well. They kept themselves entertained. We didn't have to break out the movies very often. Um, but uh, like four hours into this trip, you know, uh, past the point of no return, past the point of no return where it would just be like a complete major pain in the ass to like turn around and, and come back. Uh, we, get a flat tire. I mean, I'm talking a flat, like, flat tire. like, a you know, it didn't blow out. Like it wasn't like, but at the same time, like it, it went from like all of a rapid sudden, rapid loss in air yeah, pressure. I, I, I felt the van start to pull to one side and then I'm like, Hmm, that's weird. Maybe it was just a big gust of wind. And then all of a sudden my low tire light comes on. And then all of a sudden I hear, and I'm like, Oh my God, it's freaking, we got a freaking flat. Here we are with two kids, two dogs. It's a thousand degrees outside. It feels like the surface of the sun. We're going to be stuck on the side of the highway. So thank God it happened right near an exit. So I pulled off the exit. We managed to get to like, there was an Exxon right off the exit. So we managed to get there without, without destroying anything, our rims or anything like that, which was nice. And we were just like, what are we going to do? So we go in get some fix a flat. Thank God there was a tire place like a mile down the road. So we fix a flat that bitch up, get down to the freaking tire place. The guys can see the stress in our eyes. Uh, just yeah, making- they, they kayfabed us. It was a, it was a full, the waiting room was full. But I yeah. explained to the guy that I had two dogs, two little kids, you know, under the age of four and we're on our way to Kentucky. He was, he just kind of mumbled on his breath. He was like, just hand me the keys. And yeah, they bumped, they they bumped us nicer. to the front of the line. So yeah, all in all, we were, you know, the, that's the flat tire getting a change again back on the road was less than an hour, yeah. which is the best. Shout you out to the for. guys that work at the Mr. Tire in Waynesboro, in Waynesboro, Virginia. <laughs> and not to mention, so it was like the perfect perfect scenario because we went to the Mr. Tire right across the feet. Like there was like a little grassy patch right across from there. There was a little play place. So we were able to get the kids out while the tire was getting fixed, let them play on the play place, get the dogs out, stretch their legs. So it was like a best case scenario for having a flat tire on the, you know, four hours into a 12 hour road trip with children and dogs. So all in all, we made it here, you know, pretty, pretty event free, but yeah, anytime you're traveling, it's just like, there's so many unknowns. So yeah, shout out, shout out to us for, for making it. Yeah. So, um, again, because of the adventure we had on the trip and the jam packed schedule, we were doing a special episode this week. Back in March, we did the serial wars. This was a two part Patreon exclusive episode. 
Um, we basically me, Sheena, Marco, and the the fig god Jordan Wells curated a 32 serial bracket in honor of you know the March Madness tournament. And we had discussion votes, history on these, and it was actually the Foley fam in the Facebook group that got the vote on the tiebreakers for who would you know which serial yeah. to send on to the next round if we couldn't come to a uh, if we can come to a consensus. So it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's going to be a long podcast, but we put a ton of production into it. You're going to hear classic um, classic serial advertisements, just a lot of different stuff. It's going to be a totally different feel. Um, from your normal weekly uh, Chick Foley show. And this is a typical thing that you can hear a lot on our Patreon feed. Yeah. And, you know, we try to keep the, the Patreon content pretty evergreen. So you'll be able to go back um, if you join our Foley fam and listen to a lot of our... Or upgrade. Yeah, or upgrade. If, yeah, you, upgrade or upgrade. yeah, if you upgrade from a rookie to a mid-card tier, you'll get to go back in our archives and listen to a lot of our previous podcast episodes. Just a little warning, we do get a little fast and loose on the Patreon-exclusive episodes because typically they're just for our, our you know, most loyal... Um, fans we you know we like they're to, uncensored yeah they're a little bit uncensored we, we have go, a, we go pg-13 on the weekly feed we we hit it i think it's a it's still a soft r but it's yeah. definitely an r-rated vibe on the uh yeah, there's the some there's episodes. some innuendos and just, you know, a little a little bit more fast and loose on the language and stuff. So just, you know, listener beware if you're listening around kids and stuff like that. We just wanted to give you give you a heads up. But yeah, it's a fun listen. We always love having Jordan on the show for our Patreon exclusive episodes. So definitely, um, you know, sorry again for not being able to, to pump out your normal weekly Chick-fil-A show content. But I think you guys are really going to love what you hear with the Serial Wars. There's uh, one of the Hounds of Justice chiming in with a guest appearance. So you guys still got your uh, weekly promise three people on yeah. the show. Uh, Sheena, remind the listeners where they can go if, if after they hear this, if they want to join the Patreon or if they want to uh, you know, upgrade their membership. Tell them where to go. So you can go to chickfoleyshow.com. You can see all of your options there. Again, um, you know, you can just join our Foley fam at the at the Rookie Tier, get access to our Facebook group where we buy, sell, trade figures. We do a lot of fun stuff with our Foley Picks League. We're having a fantasy football league coming up. Um, and it's just a great group of people. I, I'm convinced that I'm, I'm in a lot of other figure groups and I'm convinced that we have the best group of of, of people in the in the IWC so it's good vibes only yeah good vibes only we don't we don't allow like all the negative crap you know we, we keep it honest but we don't allow just like straight up bitching in our groups for bitching sake so anyway um, join at chickfoleyshow.com and you can follow myself on Instagram at chickfoley and then we got our buddy Marco uh, running the Twitter machine for the chickfoley show at chickfo at chickfoley show on Twitter all right we got anything else we need to cover before we kick off the serial wars. Let's do it. Let's All right, guys, in. we're going to hop in the Wayne's World time machine and go back in time to March. Welcome to the Chick Foley Show. What is up, Foley fam? We are back with a Patreon-exclusive episode of the Chick Foley Show. We are running part one of the Bootios Invitational to crown the best breakfast cereal of all time. Before going any further, I'll let Sheena speak directly to the Foley fam. 
Thank you guys so much for being here. We're so excited to do this episode. Um, I think cereal is something that not only the four of us here on this show are passionate about, but I know it strikes a chord deep within a lot of our Foley fam's heart too. And this uh, episode was actually inspired by one of our Foley fam members, Rob Regino, for sending in a listener mail asking us about our favorite cereal. And it caused a little bit of a debate um, during the listener mail segment of our show. So we were like, you know what? March is coming up. We're going to have, you know, we love to make a good bracket, have a good tournament around here. So we're going to find Finally, once and for all, crown the best cereal of all time. So that's going down, and we're excited for you guys to, to get to listen and participate. All right. Also on the panel is our favorite mass hole, Marco. How's it going? It's going good. Uh, just can't wait to dive into some uh, some cereal. I think I have some uh, some dad jokes on deck too. So, well, oh, uh, wow. Nice. You know, when Marco's locked and loaded with some dad jokes. We're, <laughs> we're in for a good one. We uh, we also have. Uh, what I who I think is definitely the best pound for pound figure hunter in the United States of America, the Fig God, Michael Jordan Wells. Jordan, how's it going, man? Guys, it's going well. That is quite the introduction there, Seth. <laughs> Far too kind. The dude finds more figures on the pegs in a week than I find in like a month, man. It's crazy. Yeah, at least. Yeah. So the, the Omaha is definitely popping for figures. Jordan's got it on lockdown. All right. So again, we're doing this as, uh, you know, inspired by March Madness. Um, it's always tournament time come March every year. And Serial was the inspiration this year. You know, if you go back through the Patreon feed, you can find some entrance music episodes, uh, best finisher, different stuff like that. But this time we are going to do breakfast cereal, again, inspired by our friend Rob asking the questions a couple weeks back on the Chick Foley show. Uh, it's 32 cereals. Uh, this was a well-curated list. We actually went back and forth uh, a few times, Several times on yeah. uh, perfecting this list. You know, it's, it got down to the nitty gritty there at the end because you're trying to think of, you know, we're doing personal favorites or stuff that are like really well known. Uh, but I think we got a pretty good list on here. If you check Sheena's IG, you can see the bracket. And obviously we're going to cover everything tonight. Um, I want to go around and talk about everybody's philosophy on basically what they're based on, because we really left this subjective between us on how we're deciding what is the best, because yeah. that's really it. We're saying, which one of these cereals do you like better? So I'll start. Um, for me, I kind of kept this one simple. I'm basically going on which cereal I personally enjoy more. That's it. I'm not really weighing in anything else on it. Just if I got two bo- two of these bowls of cereal in front of me, which one am I eating? Uh, I know, Sheena, I mean, you talked a little bit off the air. You got, you're, th- you're putting a little bit more thought into it. What is, uh, what's your criteria for, for best cereal ever? Yeah. So definitely, you know, which one is my favorite and that's going to carry, that's going to carry a lot of weight, but I also take into consideration like nostalgia. Um, for me, I'm a huge nostalgia junkie. So which, which cereals played a the most significant part in my childhood also like their cultural significance you know like we have some cereals on here that really have some cultural staying power with their mascots and their slogans and things like that so that kind of stuff really sticks with me and i feel like that that kind of thing should be taken into consideration uh marco how about you uh yeah i think i'm gonna go um basically off of what you said it's more or less like you put the two in front of me which one's gonna be the better out of the two or which one i would enjoy more i don't think this i'm not gonna go deep into like know if it's like you know the flavor of the milk after you eat it and all that stuff it's oh my gosh go, no, that's a very that's important key, fact man. that's a key factor well, I, I mean know. i was gonna ask you you know when it, when it comes to favorites like there are so many things like you know does the cereal is it get soggy too fast like is it does it make flavorful milk like there are so many factors that go into what makes a favorite cereal so i feel like you guys are shortchanging just saying like <laughs> i'm just gonna I pick mean, my favorite i think that goes all into it like if you're, you you put a bowl of cereal in front of you like you're gonna automatically like have all those you know, those, um, things to think about when like you put like, I don't want to, you know, cereal A and cereal B, we won't say which ones are on the list yet, but if cereal A has this taste and cereal B is a 
crappier version, I'm just gonna go with cereal. Yeah, which anyway. flavor which flavor profiles you like better? Yeah, yeah, I feel you. Whether you're a fruity person or a chocolatey person or a yeah. little bit of a you know corn based person. <laughs> like Nebraska. Corn. Speaking of, speaking speaking of, of corn, corn, yeah. yeah. Perfect segue there, Sheena. Dynamite right. dropping. <laughs> Sheena or Jordan, what is uh what, what's your what's your kind of criteria for this? I mean, kind of like you guys said, I'm gonna go off if you guys would put two bulls in front of me, which one would I go after? Um, I was going to say something smart and be like, well, let's go off some box art and things like that. But oh, box uh, art's key too, yeah. Yeah, but like you guys said, like the, the flavor of the milk after you're done, I, like that plays a huge role in it for me too because that's one of my favorite parts eating cereal is the milk afterwards. So, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm excited to do this. Yeah, I got a, you know, I used to be a big cereal junkie growing up, like mm-hmm. really up until I, I moved out of the house. Like when I was in my parents, I guess probably because my mom and dad were bankrolling it. I had a bad cereal habit. Like any, mm-hmm. I was always going to try out the new like special edition cereals. That's one other thing we got to mention. We're not doing any one-offs. These are all for the most part mainline cereals. Because yeah. to me, the greatest cereal of all time was, uh, it was a mashup between Fruity Pebbles and Lucky Charms. It was Fruity Pebbles with the Lucky Charms marshmallows in that. I forgot exactly what happened. Like somehow Lucky got involved with the uh, the Flintstones and it was freaking excellent. Uh, but yeah, so none, none of the special edition stuff. We're doing mainline cereals. Uh, me and my little cousin Taylor actually had a, uh, a really good idea that definitely wouldn't work now. But I think maybe after the uh, pandemic's open, a cereal based uh, food truck, you know, at, yeah. like colleges and stuff. Think if you think if you could go up to a food truck and you got like 50 different boxes of cereal, you know, six, seven different, yeah. different types of milk, got some fresh fruit to go in the, uh, you know, It'll your corn flakes. Bowl, and, yeah. yeah. And then, uh, yeah, obviously you'd have to come up with a way to make it portable and stuff, but I think that'd make bank. Cause you know, you could charge like a dollar 50 a bowl and still make huge profit. Yeah. Well, and I mean, cereal now, you know, you think of a box of cereal, but a box of cereal, especially if you buy name brand cereal is not cheap, you know? No, and not. so like, you, as a college student, you're either buying generic cereal or, um, you know, that would be a really good idea to like in between classes, be able to stop at the, the cereal truck. So yeah, I'm, you, I'm here for that. Yeah. And you probably don't have, you probably couldn't stomach spending six bucks on a box of cereal, but you could always scrounge up a dollar and change to go grab yeah and you you would never be able to build your own custom bowl because you're not going to buy six boxes of different types of cereal at the same time you know so yeah i think that's that's genius trade we're trademarking that that's a a (laughs) chick-fil-a trademark so don't come for that (laughs) can we talk about can we talk about one cereal that's not on it this is a spoiler alert but it's a you said the one-off cereal it's a new cereal did did any of you guys try the dunkaroo cereal no, no, I have no. not tried it yet, but I love Dunkaroos. Um, so I, I'm very curious mm. as to how, how it is. Did you get to try it, Jordan? Yeah, we tried it. It was, I don't know. It was just, it, it, it wasn't, it was not what I was expecting. Let's just, let's put it that way. I'll let you guys try it and then you guys can tell me what you guys think. It just, I thought it was going to be amazing, but no. Just what it yeah. wasn't working. Because Dunkaroos were delicious. Dunkaroos are amazing. I haven't even gotten to try the new iteration of Dunkaroos. They've come back and they've they've had a resurgence and they're, you know, they're reselling the the original Dunkaroos. So I don't know if they I mean, I guess I wouldn't really know. I can't remember exactly how they taste from my childhood, but I'm wondering if they're as, as good as I remember. They're pretty right. similar. I, I tried them since they re-released them. They're pretty similar. Nice. You guys ready to get this started? Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen. Uh, let's get her. All right, so this is going to go down like a standard uh, five-game series in sports. Basically, we're going to go across, and everybody's going to give their votes on the different cereals. Uh, if it does end up in a 2-2 tie between the four of us on the air, Sheena's going to kick it over to the Foley fam in our Patreon-exclusive Facebook group. She's going to run a flash poll five minutes long and let the Foley fam vote, and they will be the tiebreaker. So 
that's how it's going to go down. Without further ado, we'll kick it off with the first match in the series. This is going to be Cinnamon Toast Crunch going up against Shredded Wheat. Jordan, you're up first. What's your pick? All right. Full disclosure, this matchup to me is like the dream team playing against college basketball team. <laughs> like, dude, I, I don't even understand how this is fair. Like, Cinnamon Toast Crunch is winning this 100 out of 100. Like, this is this is not even a questionable decision. This is a straight squash match. So, for me, Cinnamon Toast Crunch has always been one of my favorite cereals. Uh, the milk afterwards, it, oh, it's just, I mean, so they, they made uh, actual alcohol. Like, rum chata is based off that taste. I mean, you don't need to say anything else. They, yeah, well, and Cinnamon they, they Toast made Crunch. A, uh, they made cereal-flavored milk, too. I don't know if it's still around, but it was like a few years ago. They, uh, you know, we had this idea, like, our whole childhoods. I feel like all of us had this idea at one point to make cereal-flavored milk. And then they finally did it. I never got to try it. But yeah, there were cereal flavored milks floating around there, which I was like, God, genius. All right. So Jordan's going with Cinnamon Toast Crunch in a squash match. Marco? He, yeah, same here. This this isn't even like, I just see, I don't even see anything on the other side of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I see Cinnamon <laughs> yeah. Toast Crunch V and there's nothing else there. there was, it's a blank. Yeah, so, it was just, yeah uh, there was no uh, chance of. Full, full disclosure, yes. Shredded Wheat was one of the last ones that got added. We were really stretching to add to, add to 32. We tried to stay away from the, you know, quote-unquote healthy cereals, but we figured we needed to include one. And Shredded Wheat's kind of iconic for really just, I don't know if it's necessarily bad, but just kind of how unenjoyable it is. You know, it's the ugly cousin of Frosted Mini Wheats. You'd think that the drop-off the wouldn't big, be that bad. It's like by the Andre just, the Giant. Yeah, like two, the, yeah, yeah, your bowl was like two of these. Two so, big uh, pillows yeah. of like When I was, a, you know, everybody has weird things when they were a kid. When I was like, six or seven like maybe maybe five somewhere in that range i got stuck on like for whatever reason i didn't understand the concept that like diet sodas and stuff were better and diet or were like didn't taste as good i thought they were just like a different flavor like i love like diet sprite and stuff like that and i would try to get these diet sodas um and then obviously shredded wheat was the next offshoot i remember my my grandparents house my my dad's parents uh, they had shredded wheat there, and I wanted to try it uh, just because I loved frosted mini wheats at the time. So I figured, oh, these are like giant frosted mini wheats. No, they're definitely not. The things are, uh, they're just uncomfortable. You know, they're cr- crispy as hell. I don't know what they're putting on to get that crisp on there, but these things are basically like freaking concrete, you know, or like, like you know, cement mix. Um, and you really got to let the milk soak in there, and they're just so rough and scratchy. Like, I'm surprised they haven't done a little bit better uh, nowadays with uh, the popularity of detox. Cause these things are definitely stripping anything you got on your intestines <laughs> yeah. off on the way out. <laughs> so I agree with you guys. Really, this is a straight up squash match, uh, cinnamon toast crunch all the way. Uh, so that's going to be a clean sweep. Cinnamon toast crunch is winning three Oh, uh, just, just for shits and giggles. Sheen, did you have any, uh, dissenting opinion on this one? No, I mean, you know, <laughs> cinnamon, to- cinnamon toast crunch is like you said, squash match across the board. Truth be told, though, I actually kind of like shredded wheat when I was oh a kid. Listen, of course, you, of course when, you did. Yeah, of course I did. But I, <laughs> so I liked. There's that perfect moment where the wheat gets just soggy enough, like not not where Seth said, no. where it's like so crunchy that it's gonna like tear your insides out. But it's like just soggy enough to where it turns into like this like oatmealish muff muck 
And I love that texture. Obviously, I love it better when it's frosted mini wheats and it's got sugar on top. But that texture, I absolutely love it. Uh So I don't despise shredded wheat the way that you guys do. But yeah, it doesn't stand a chance against Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Sheena, you basically just explained porridge as you enjoy (laughs) shredded wheat. That's your selling point for for shredded wheat. Yeah, Yeah. I think we'll just stick with what we said. She likes to eat tasteless oatmeal. That's what pretty much she's in. Tasteless, flavorless oatmeal. Flavorless oatmeal. All right. So in a clean sweep, Cinnamon Toast Crunch goes over shredded wheat. Match number two, Apple Jacks is going up against Cinnamon Mini Buns. So Marco, you're going to be up first in this one. What's your pick? This is this is another. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go on record and say cinnamon toast crunch is probably gonna squash a lot of things on here. Um, that's that's just my prediction anyway. Um, so, you know, there's only room for one cinnamon uh, type of cereal on this, and that's CTC. So, uh, and I love Apple Jack. I think Apple Jacks are like one of the Apple Jacks are also a cinnamon cereal, though. Yeah, they got a cinnamon. So they're, they are apple and cinnamon flavored cereal. So, I mean, cinnamon is a very popular flavor profile in the uh, cereal world. So. Yeah. But when you put the name, like when you put cinnamon in the name, there's only one. Gotcha. And that's yeah. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. There's only one um, cinnamon champion. I feel you. And Apple Jacks does have that flavored um, milk at the end, too. So oh, Apple so Jacks good. it is. I love Apple Jacks milk. All right. Uh, Jordan, you're up next. Apple Jacks versus Cinnamon Mini Buns. Okay. So... I think I can probably count on one hand how many times I've had cinnamon mini buns. So mm-hmm. obviously those didn't leave a lasting impression on me. Um, Apple Jacks, I'm going to be completely honest, are not my favorite cereal. Oh um, boy, builds. Mm-hmm. This is definitely a hot take. Uh, I'll go Apple Jacks just because, like I said, cinnamon mini buns just weren't really in my cereal rotation. So I'll go yeah. with the one I know rather than the one I don't. Yeah, cinnamon mini buns did have a short run. They were they were popular there in the early to mid nineties, and then kind of just faded away. Yeah. All right, Sheena's up next. So this it's funny that you said that, Jordan, that they didn't leave a lasting impression because same for me when Seth when he we were debating back which back and forth which cereal we were going to put on this, he mentioned cinnamon mini buns, and I was like, cinnamon mini buns? What the heck is that cereal? And then when I looked at it and saw it, I remembered it. But again, I don't remember actually eating this as a, as a kid. Um, which is odd because it looks like it's something that would be right in my wheelhouse. Like this looks like a cereal that oh, I would it absolutely. It was a tasty cereal. Yeah, yeah, it had a nice flavor, nice texture, and stuff. It just, uh, it just, it faded away for whatever reason. Yeah, it looks like something that I would absolutely love. Um, however, I, I mean, I've eaten just like the infinity symbol um, number of Apple Jacks, so I have to go with a classic. I have to go with Apple Jacks. I love the shape. You know, they have that Fruit Loop shape. I love that shape and cereal. They have the perfect amount of like crunch, so they don't get soggy super super quickly, but they're not so crunchy that they like scratch the, the roof of your mouth. So Apple Jacks are a win for me. All right, Apple Jacks and another clean sweep, one in three zero. You know, I obviously my vote doesn't count, but I, I would have won with Apple Jacks also. I did love cinnamon mini buns. I really pushed to get them in the tournament. Mm-hmm. They, it was my cereal of choice for. You know, about a five to six month period there as a kid in the early 90s. Uh, really tasty. But, but yeah, I've ate a ton of Apple Jacks and they're still just as good today as they were yep. when I was a kid. Catch Lucky. He's got Lucky Charms. They're magically delicious. Always have to be Lucky Charms. The crunchy old cereal with a rainbow marshmallow surprises. Pink hearts, yellow moons, orange stars, green clovers, and blue diamonds. Part of this good nutritious breakfast. Oh, they're coming. 
I'll make a snowmobile and zoom away. All right, there's the iconic jingle, Magically Delicious Lucky Charms. So this next one's really the first time we're seeing uh, one of the true, uh, you know, memorable characters in all the the commercials of uh, cereal. Because, you know, I don't know if it's even still around nowadays. I know for us, all of us, we were kind of mid-30s. So we're like, you know, late 80s, early 90s, we were coming up. The freaking breakfast cereal game was a battle zone. You yeah. know, it was intense on uh, the marketing to kids and stuff. Trying that was to... before it got like you nowadays you can hardly market to kids like that. But back in the 90s, man, it was like 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 he said, a war zone. Yeah. And the funny thing was, so I did a lot of research. You guys will you know, I, I pulled a handful of these retro commercials to play throughout the podcast. Uh, it was funny going back and looking at really how much the marketing was also targeted towards the adults because every one of these cereals would talk about how healthy they were you yes. know even lucky charms was talking about how it was part of a healthy um a healthy, a healthy breakfast. breakfast how many vitamins it was fortified with you know fruit loops talked about how much vitamin c mm-hmm. it had added in it which is really, really <laughs> ridiculous because we know now that cereal is really just it's a way it's to candy. just load you up with some yeah. carbs to get you through the first part of the day yeah uh but we had it th- we had to give a uh, shout out to lucky before we get into this next matchup it's going to be lucky charms versus waffle crisp and sheena's up first yeah so Lucky Charms have been around for 56 years, so they they have some staying power. Oh, yeah. I, as far as, like I said, cultural significance, I think, you know, for any of us who are mid-30s, if you just showed us, uh, you know, Lucky, the leprechaun, every, every person would know who that is. Whether they actually liked Lucky Charms or not, every person would know who that is. Personally, I love Lucky Charms. I love marshmallows in cereal, like the little marshmallow bits. They're so good. Um, and it's funny because I was telling... Seth, um, you know, my dad, he would always buy name brand cereal. Like he always got, you know, General Mills, Kellogg's, Post, like all the name brand cereal. But my mom, on the other hand, she was like the bag cereal. Like she would always get like budget cereal. We'd have like marshmallow mateys instead of, um, you know, Lucky Charms or whatever. And they were still just as good. But dude, I've eaten so many Lucky Charms um, that it's going to be a Lucky Charms going over Waffle Crisp for me. No shade to Waffle Crisp. It's a good cereal, but, you know, just semi-forgettable when it comes to cereals in general. So Lucky Charms is is it for me. All right, it's one vote for Lucky Charms. Jordan, you're up next. Okay, so Lucky Charms for me, um, this was obviously one of my favorite cereals growing up, like Sheena just said. I mean, it's an iconic cereal, but I have to say one thing about Lucky Charms. You don't buy Lucky Charms for the actual cereal. You buy it for the marshmallows. marshmallows. They they literally made an all-marshmallows version of Lucky Charms. Right. So this is a cereal showdown. And if I'm just basing it off the cereal, just the cereal part of it, I'll go Waffle Crisp. Oh, my gosh. So you're separating. So you're like really separating the cereal from the marshmallow so like i love lucky charms not to not now i don't love it anymore because i do think the actual cereal part of it is trash um (laughs) so and i loved waffle crisp growing up like that one definitely left an impression on me and i know i had a ton of that growing up so yeah i'm i'm going waffle crisp um this is my first upset so Jordan, you know, I, I can hear the listeners like throwing trash in, in the ring right now, dude, and just beating you down and ganging up on you, fitting against Lucky Charms. You're, you're limping to the corner. You're reaching a hand out, and I'm right there with the hot tag, brother, because I'm saying Waffle Crisp also, oh man. Oh, my God. Waffle Crisp, wow. was, Waffle Crisp was freaking delicious, man. It was so tasty. Uh, you know, it was really kind of like the the cousin of Cinnamon Mini Buns. Those two cereals were yeah. very similar, both in like the flavor and the texture, because 
you know, it was really, it, it was called waffle crisp, but really what it was, was like maple syrup flavor. You yeah. know what I mean? It was like a maple syrup crunch type, type situation. And it was freaking delicious. And I agree with you, man. Lucky Charms, awesome packaging, awesome branding. I'll always have a soft spot anytime I hear the song. The marshmallows are delicious, but the cereal is basically like cat food to me. You know what I mean? It's, it's horrible. Um, and I'm going with the upset also. I'm picking waffle crisp. So Marco, oh my gosh, Marco, we'll kick it to you. Um, so I think we're gonna we're gonna go with this. So since we're going with cereals as a whole package, not separating marshmallows out of it, I'm assuming you're the type of people that you know when you did pour out your Lucky Charms, you just picked all the cereals out and just ate the marshmallow part of it. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with. Now, I'm definitely going with Lucky Charms. I'm going to say this. Oh. Waffle crisp. Waffles belong in, in, a, in a toaster oven. They don't belong in a cereal to me. Never ate waffle crisp. Um, if I want waffles, I will... I'll eat waffles. I'll yeah. put them in a toaster. And I'll eat you. an actual waffle with actual syrup and actual actual butter. I'm not going to pour it into a bowl and drink it with milk. That's not happening. Yeah. I want to do that with a real waffle. Why would I do that with a cereal waffle? Lucky Charms. Oh. So so, why do you like cinnamon toast crunch then? Because that's cinnamon toast. Nope, there's French toast crunch. There's, it's a totally yeah, different Yeah, French toast cereal. crunch is different. Yeah, and, I, that's and that's, like, that's, and that's not on my radar either. French toast crunch. Oh, mm, these are some hot takes yeah. tonight. I know. <laughs> not like French toast crunch. Holy <laughs> <God>. <laughs> All right, so we got a two to two tie the first time. Sheena, you got the flash pull up. Yeah, I, I put a flash pull in our uh, Patreon exclusive Facebook group. So we're going to let the Foley fam decide whether Lucky Charms or Waffle Crisp is going on to round two. All right, so we got a timer running right now. So in five minutes, we will get back to it with the uh, the finish of Lucky Charms versus Waffle Crisp. All right, up next, we got Frosted Mini Wheats going up against Kix. So I'm actually up first in this one. Uh, to be honest, I really don't remember eating Kix. I remember the commercials, and it just looked like, you know, little white balls. You know, that's what she said. Um, <laughs> Frosted Mini Wheats, though, that's right in my Hall of Fame, man. I love those things. Um, I ate a ton of them as a kid. I ate Frosted Mini Wheats and the uh, regular Frosted Wheat, which was also good. Uh, but I love Frosted Mini Wheats. Uh, one thing that I, a unique perspective I can bring to this one is that uh, you guys know I, I'm in the Navy. I really don't talk about it a lot on the regular podcast because I never like to tie like, you know, my military life into like, you know, the show and stuff. I just keep those things separate. But I am in the Navy. And part of that is being out to sea on ships for a very long time. All right. And one thing that's personal to me is I do not trust the milk that we get out there. So we do get milk while we're out underway. But that milk has been on like another ship that has to come out and like deliver it to us. So, you know, it's Definitely been a, some violations. Yeah, it's, it's been a long time since that milk was inside the uh, the teat of the cow, if you will. <laughs> uh, so I don't trust it. So if I'm eating cereal while I'm out, um, you know, out to sea, I'm eating it dry. And I can tell you guys that Frosted Mini Wheats is one of the absolute best to eat dry. So it's delicious in milk. It's awesome dry. It's definitely been an awesome snack for me on some long days out to sea. And Frosted Mini Wheats is the, uh, the pick for me easy. Marco, mm-hmm. you're up next. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna second that. If so, the only way I would have picked kicks over that if you don't like berry kicks, because berry kicks is pretty good. They well, yeah. they, they have a bunch of different variety. Yeah, there's berry. Yeah. Like, I think there's peanut butter and maybe like honey kicks. Um, yeah, and they, know, we're talking about plain Jane. Old yeah, plain Jane kicks. Yeah, not on my radar. You know, definitely. Fr- I still eat frosted mini wheats. My actually, my kids love it. They love to eat it dry as well. So I mean, and they're two and four years old. So I mean, if Two and four year olds are eating frosted mini wheats. That yeah. tells you something right there. So yeah, that's my pick. 
All right, Sheena, you're up next. Yeah, it's undeniable. I already told you guys at the top of the show, I love, uh, I guess love is a strong word. I enjoy shredded wheat and the texture of shredded wheat when it's like like sogged up in milk. So if you add sugar to that, I mean, yeah. it's, it's there's no there's no wrong way to make it better by adding sugar. You know what I mean? So love frosted mini wheats. I do love that they're more spoon sized than the shredded wheat. Uh, and again, frosted mini wheats make a killer post cereal milk drink. Oh, yeah. Um, whereas kicks again, it's just, it's just generic. Like you almost have to add sugar to kicks, which is another crazy thing that we kind of didn't talk about. Like in the nineties, you know, it's funny because my kids eat like, you know, bougie hippie cereal, you know, like magic spoon and organic Annie cereal and stuff like that, which, you know, my parents would have never bought me, but I would, as a kid, add sugar to like sugar cereals, you know, which I mean, it's it's crazy to think about now, but yeah, kicks definitely needed an added sugar boost. All right, so going over to another clean sweep, uh, it's frosted meats kicks. Jordan, are you a kicks fan, or are you rolling with frosted mini wheats also? Kicks was the cereal that when there was a snowstorm in Nebraska and you went to the grocery store, that was all that was left. So <laughs> I think that tells you all you need to know about kicks. Yeah. Um, I do like frosted mini wheats, so yeah, hundred percent frosted mini wheats. All right. Uh, let's go on to our next matchup. Oh, Mikey, lose your blankie. We're out of corn pops. So we're out of corn pops. We're out of corn pops. Oh, compose, man. Hey, it's just a cereal. I mean, look, there's plenty of uh, all bread. Are you kidding? Who am I kidding? It's not just a cereal. It's corn pops. What that tastes like sweet, crunchy popcorn, but my dipstick brother can't find them. And how come I got to be cool when I want my pops? Oh, yes, I found some. You're so immature. Kellogg's Corn Pop Cereal is part of this complete breakfast. I gotta have my pops. Gotta have my pops. Another iconic uh, catchphrase from from, uh, early 90s commercials, gotta have my pops. You know, these kids were basically like uh, simulating having a drug addiction. Tearing their house apart. Wow. I don't know know how well those commercials have aged, but, uh, you know, Sheena was definitely, I could see her smiling from ear to ear when I was playing playing them for when we were getting warmed up. Uh-oh, I heard that sound. I think we got a result in. Let's hear it, Sheen. We do. In a landslide, the Foley fam chose Lucky Charms over Waffle Crisp. We only had one vote. Braden Bergren voted for Kicks. Or, sorry, voted for Waffle Crisps. So, yeah. Sorry, Braden. Um, it was it was a total squash. Lucky Charms is going on to round two. Man, Braden, thought- l- let me know what fig you need. I'll go out and personally get you a fig. <laughs> man so lucky charms ends up coming through so lucky lucky charms escapes man by the skin of its teeth they had a very i don't think they uh thought waffle Chris was going to put up that much of a of a fight there in the first round but yeah oh la- last minute are. ken bruno came in with a last minute vote for waffle Chris. so ken you're on the you're on the wrong side of history as well <laughs> <laughs> All right, very so. smart people <laughs> so corn pops is going to be taking on what was really the uh the kind of the, the spark that ignited the, the fuse Genesis. for this whole uh bracket was crispix you know i uh i I talked about my love for crispix and sheena tried to slap me down and that's what kind of got us the idea to get this whole thing going so corn pops versus crispix marco you're up first oh man yeah corn i mean that commercial was definitely right it was definitely simulating a some type of addiction to corn pops because um i was pretty much the same way as a as a young as a youngling with uh with corn pops as a youth as a youth um but uh yeah no definitely corn pops I'm definitely picking that. I think that commercial, um, if you remember, would probably uh, follow that would be your brain on drugs. 
after that. So like they kind of like, yeah. you know, they kind of like segued in like, hey, don't act like this or you're going to end up like this type of thing. So then there um, was, uh, <laughs> then there was, uh, you know, where did you learn to drink like that? Oh, I learned it from watching you. I learned yeah. it from watching, learned you, from watching you. That's how it like. <laughs> Exactly how he said it. Um, <laughs> All right. Marco's rolling with corn yeah. pops. Sheena, you're up next. So, man, like you said, this was this was the thing that kicked it off. And I think I got a little extra heat because I don't think I went in as hard on Chris Picks as everyone like took it as I did. I, I just said, I, when we were talking about what breakfast cereals were best, I was thinking most iconic, best tasting. Um, and Chris Picks didn't have a... Um, outstanding taste like anything that was like particularly like wow man it tastes like crispix like nothing else tastes like crispix you're not thinking of that i agree there's no sh- you know it's not loaded down with sugar so you definitely have to have a refined palate to be able to appreciate <laughs> yeah. it so ouch right. ouch okay yeah well me and my peasant palate um we are gonna go with i don't know because this is a this is a weird matchup for me because corn pops are good like when you first take a bite of corn pops, it's good. It almost has this like coating on it though, with like it yeah. gives you this like squeaky mouth feel that I don't kind of love. Um, and it's funny, like fun fact, you know, corn pops, like all other cereals came in like just plastic, regular plastic bags, but they had to put corn pops in aluminum bags, like the silver aluminum bags. Oh, to, yeah. To, I forgot to, about yeah, that. to keep them from getting like sticky and like sticking together and like getting stale because they had some sort of like coating on the outside in the way that the corn was puffed up. Remember uh Clark Griswold on a Christmas vacation. That was his job. He developed the stuff that uh, went on cereal. <laughs> yeah, to, yeah, keep, yes. to keep it crispier longer. <laughs> yeah. So he was, he had a hand in corn pops apparently. So yeah, they put it in an aluminum bag. It was good. Um, if nowadays, if I was eating it, I would definitely pick corn or crispix over corn pops. Um, I'm going to go with Crispix. I'm going to go with Crispix. Wow. Yeah, I know. It's special. It's an upset special because I kind of crapped on Crispix before, but I just remember Corn Pops giving me like a weird mouth feel, like almost like a film in your mouth after you after you eat it. So um, I'm going to go with Crispix. Yeah, if it's one thing that chaps my ass is having a, uh, a film in my mouth after I eat it. But uh, yeah. we'll wow. move on. Wow. Yeah. wow. wow. <laughs> this is- I'll transition from that to uh, my, you know, my nostalgia for Crispix. I love the cereal. Like I said, I Let's think go this from that was to childhood. Yeah, this yeah. was yeah. my mom's favorite cereal. I guess when I was a kid, because that's when I remember eating it. You know, I remember as a little kid, my mom just pouring me a bowl of Crispix, and it was delicious. I also just to show you what a weirdo I was. I really liked to like if I'd pour the bowl of Crispix, and then I would let it sit for you know a good five or six minutes. I really waited till it was just like a milk soaked mush. Yeah. And then uh, just shoveled it down, and I loved it, man. So you know, I would, I would, cr- if there was a bowl of Crispix for me right now, I would crush it, man. So yeah, Crispix is the pick for me, easy. So Jordan, over to you. So wait a minute, you're telling me you and Sheena both like porridge? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I'm like mind blown by this. I'd let my cereal sit for 20 minutes. Thing. No, like, listen, I, I what don't. What's happening? You <laughs> That was only for the shredded wheat. Like I like the texture of shredded wheat. Otherwise, I like my cereal crispy. I do not. I mean, I I house it. Like I like I it's like my last cereal. meal. Yes, yeah, Seth will let it sit for a while and get soft. Like I've never understood that about him. Me <laughs> as soon as, as that's right. <laughs> as soon as the milk, as soon as the milk hits the cereal, like I'm like I'm scarfing it down because I want it to be crispy and like delicious. Um, if it gets soggy, I'll I mean I'll still eat soggy cereal just because you know the sugar is there and it's delicious. But yeah, I uh, I like it crispy. Don't don't get it twisted that I like soggy cereal because I don't. Okay, right, Jordan, you're up. So 
I I mean, I remember Chris Picks, obviously. I just don't remember a lot of it in our house. And there was always a fresh box of Corn Pops in our house. Yeah, uh, I mean, you're from the, the yeah. Corn Husker State, man. I mean, yeah, that's obviously why. Uh, I'll go Corn Pops, 100%. All right, so you guys know what that means. We got another flash poll going up. So Sheena is uh, dropping us on Facebook right now. So obviously, you guys will be hearing after the fact. But all the rest of the Foley fam is going to end up deciding another matchup. Let's move on. Don't be scared. I'm the super sweet monster with the super sweet new cereal, Count Chocula. Biffle. Here's the super sweet new cereal, Frankenberry. But I've got chocolate sweeties for monstrous chocolate flavor. Well, I've got berry-flavored sweeties for monstrous strawberry flavor. Count Chocula. Frankenberry. Hi. All right, this is a matchup of two iconic cereal mascots. We got Count Chocula going up against Toucan Sam and Fruit Loops. So, uh, you know, full disclosure, I'll let you guys peek behind the curtain once again. The, The committee had some discussions on... What to do with Count Chocula and the rest of the uh, the Blueberry, general meals, um, you know, cereal monsters? Because you got you got Count Chocula, you got Frankenberry, who you guys heard mentioned on the commercial just now. There was Booberry, then there was the two lesser known uh, Fruit Brute and Yummy Mummy. So yep. <laughs> we had five of them. Uh, the cereals are all very similar for the most part, with the only thing changing between having a, a chocolatey flavor profile or a fruity flavor fr- flavor profile easy for me to say so we went with uh count chocula to kind of represent the whole monster cereal contingent and he's going up against toucan sam and his uh world famous fruit loop so for me as much as i love count chocula again very very memorable character i remember seeing the commercial all the time as a kid i think i really only got that cereal like one time wasn't too impressed i ate a ton of fruit loops though mm-hmm. uh fruit loops is really kind of the very similar to Apple Jacks, um, almost the exact same texture and stuff. But Fruit Loops has got a little bit more of like a uh, sweet citrusy flavor, whereas Apple Jacks has got the the cinnamon touch, like we talked about earlier. Uh, for me, if I were going cereal versus cereal, this one's easy, and I'm picking Fruit Loops. Marco, you're up next. Yeah, I'm gonna piggyback off of you with that one, and yeah, definitely go with Fruit Loops. Um, I wasn't, I mean, I've eaten Count Chocolate, wasn't a huge fan of it. Um, def- definitely appreciate, you know having the chocolate milk afterwards and all that stuff, but uh, definitely not not uh, not enough for me to stay with it or eat it more than uh, Fruit Loops. And, um, you know, Fruit Loops, like you said, they have, it's like the citrus, the citrusy flavor to it, but also like the other different colors and different flavors to them as well. So, and uh, I think I've eaten all brands of Fruit Loops, even like the, the like the supermarket brand, the actual brand, uh, the bagged brand, <laughs> all that stuff. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go with Fruit Loops. So you're saying you've had Fruityos before? Fruityos, um, fruit O's, fruit, um, <laughs> fruit hoops, all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Jordan, you're up next. This one was a tough one for me because I actually like both of these cereals quite a bit. Um, <laughs> He's had a moral dilemma going down. Does he go with the count the... or does he go with the bird? Man, dude, I do love the count. I'm going Count Chocula. Wow, okay. Mm. I think that's a little bit of a mild upset. Count Chocula. So the reason, okay, so I know earlier I said I separated the Lucky Charms cereal from the actual marshmallows. I still think Count Chocula cereal is still good, even without the marshmallows. Oh, yeah, I'll yeah. co-sign on that 100%, yep. man. 
it's definitely not the cat food that you're getting with Lucky Charms, like you said. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I'm going to go with the count on this one. Mm. Okay, so Sheena, you're up. All right. So, again, this one is a, is a moral dilemma for me because unlike you guys, I'm not just taking into um, account just... Um, oh, I see what you did attacking. there. You see what I did there? Um, <laughs> I'm not just taking into account which one I would prefer, which one I would rather eat, you know, which one is my favorite. I'm thinking, taking into account cultural significance. Wow. It's a lot of, uh, accounts, cultural significance. Um, and like you said, flavor profile and all that kind of stuff. So I'm very partial to the monster cereals because I love all things, Halloween, scary, spooky. I, I just, anything that is themed in that way gets extra points for me just because, um, it's near and dear to my heart. So count Chocula and the whole, you know, general mills monster fam are, uh, near and dear. So, I gotta go with Fruit Loops though because oh, man. I know. Wow. <laughs> that, was like built all the way up. that was like wrestling style, dude. Like she was freaking cut the promo how they're gonna team up and then just clotheslines them out of nowhere. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, wow. I, ri- I ripped off my shirt and Toucan Sam was was yeah, on the shirt. So again, like you guys, I've I've eaten way more Fruit Loops in my life and every generic brand possible of Fruit Hoops and Fruitios. Um, and they just, to me, they just are more iconic to my childhood. I love Count Chocula, but like Seth said, it was a seasonal item. So it wasn't something that you had access to all the time. I still remember all the commercials with, with Toucan Sam and all that. And also Marco, I think you mentioned earlier that all of the um, Fruit Loops were different flavors. That's a common misconception. All of the Fruit Loops have the same fruity flavor blend profile like they are all the same yeah every every single one and it started off they only had like four colors and then in the 90s of course when everything was blue purple green and they were like food dyes were running rampant they added like purple green and blue but that yeah they were all the same uh all the same flavor. So yeah, Fruit Loops is going on to the second one. I'm really sorry, Count Chocula. I love you. Yeah, that was a heel turn of the century. You right there, will man. always have a place in my heart. <laughs> but Very I gotta deep go with down. Toucan Sam. I yeah. know. She gave this really impassioned, like sentimental promo about how much she loved Count Chocula just to say psych. God, <laughs> half right. the reason I chose Count Chocula is because I was assuming Sheena was gonna also take Count Chocula. A three one margin, Toucan Sam and Fruit Loops move on to the finals. All right, guys, in another landslide in our flash poll in the Foley fam group, Corn Pops wins by a landslide. There was not a single vote for Chris <laughs> I know. I mean, I don't know if um, our buddy Matt Russick is listening um, or what, like, you know, if he's online right now. But I know he was he was co-signing the Chris Picks for you before we were having the yeah. argument. So he just he wasn't around when he when you needed him the most to to help you win this poll. But yeah. Corn Pops in a landslide. All right, so by a 3-2 margin, Corn Pops moves to the second round. All right, up next is Rice Krispies versus Oreo O's. So Oreo O's was a, uh, a personal recommendation from Jordan to throw in this tournament here. Yeah. Once I, uh, I sent him the list, when I think, what do we have, Jordan? I think we had maybe like 25 or 26 cereals on here, and we were trying to round it out. And there was Oreo O's was one, and then we'll get to another one later that Jordan said we absolutely had to have in the tournament. Yeah. But uh, this is the first one that was a Jordan Well special. Uh, Sheena, you're up first on this one. We got Snap, Crackle, and Pop of the Rice Krispies going up against Oreo O's. Okay, so both of these cereals are good. I love Snap, Crackle, and Pop as mascots. They're they're iconic. Rice Krispies on its own is is decent, right? It's kind of flavorless 
like puffed rice. Um, I do like the fact that it's so versatile that it can be turned into Rice Krispie treats because Rice Krispie treats are the freaking bomb. You know, you add a little marshmallow in there and they're just, you know, it's one of my favorite like bar style of uh, treats. Um, Rice Krispies was also one of those that I, like I talked about earlier, I would add like a pound of sugar to it. And then you would get to the bottom of the Rice Krispies and there's like these like, you know, mound of sugar in your milk. So that was something that I always looked forward to. And I was, it was like a sludge, a milky, (laughs) a sugary, milky sludge that I always looked forward to. Oreo O's were good, but to me as a, somebody who loves Oreo cookies, um, it just, it just missed the mark as far as like, you know, being part of the Oreo family and Oreo brand. Um, the cereal is okay on its own, but you know, when I, when I, when you call something an Oreo and then it doesn't deliver, um, it's, it's kind of missing the mark for me. So I'm going to go with Rice Krispies. Okay. Um, I'm going to second that and go with Rice Krispies. I love these. I eat these a ton as a kid, you know, next to, next to Crispix, I think Rice Krispies is probably my most eaten cereal as a kid. And yeah, same thing. I'd get that big tablespoon and usually drop drop a deuce in there, man. I'd drop two <laughs> yeah. of the uh, two tablespoons full of sugar in my Rice Krispies, stir it up, and it was delicious. Um, it, milk was awesome. I loved the little sludge at the end. It was great. Uh, Oreo O's, you know, I'm going to spoil one of my picks for a little bit later on in this first round, but I've never ever been a fan of Cheerios, and I don't know if it was just the name or what, because I definitely I ate Fruit Loops and I ate Apple Jacks, so I would, wasn't totally opposed to you know ring shaped cereals, but for whatever reason, I always associated Oreo O's as like an Oreo offshoot of Cheerios and just never even could get behind it, even though I do love Oreos. So for me, also going with Rice Krispies. Jordan, I'll kick it over to you. This is a tough one. Um, man, like Sheena said, Rice Krispies are versatile. You can mm-hmm. do almost anything with them. Yeah. But man, wow. Oreos. <laughs> what are you doing with these Rice Krispies? <laughs> You guys busting your voice Where, when you hey, said that. Hey, that's, you name it. You, you have to enroll in the Jordan Wells OnlyFans yeah. to find out what Jordan does with Rice Krispies. Snap, snap, crackle, and pop that ass, dude. <laughs> wow. We could take it. We could take a TVMA on the Patreon exclusive uh, episodes, folks. You guys are getting the the, uh, the real heel husband on this yeah. one. Oh God! All right, uh, I'm gonna go Oreo O's just for the mere fact that I asked for them to be in this tournament. I can't really <laughs> bail on them now. Um, I did like this cereal a lot when I was a kid. Um, we probably had more Rice Krispies than Oreos, but I'll go Oreos. All right, Marco, man, you're up. Man, I don't know how to top that. Talk about your like your lust crispies over there. Jeez. Yeah. Um, uh, now I've, I've never eaten Oreo O's at all, um, but I'm, def- I'm definitely going with Rice Krispies on this one, only because I'm sticking with the same thing. Oreos belong in packaging, um, yeah. and being able to remove the top, eating the frosting out, however you do it, dunk it it's in. Hard. Yeah, yes. it's hard when you have something as iconic as Oreos and as delicious as Oreos, and then you just kind of like don't give us the full effect. You know what I mean? They should they shouldn't have even yeah. been Oreo O's. They should have been just little mini Oreos in the cereal. You know, yeah, like they, they have those made that in the cereal. Oh, they do. Oh, okay. Yeah, they cool. have like little like uh, Oreo bites, and they're just like tiny. Yeah, little that tiny was, Oreo. That, that's the ticket, the right there. Frosting and everything. Yeah, get um, the frosting and because I mean Oreos so and milk is before. iconic. The, you know the little mini Oreos that come in a little pouch. Yeah, with like, you know, yeah. I've, yeah. I've definitely eaten those as cereal before, and they're delicious. Yeah, see, that yeah. would work. See, that, that would that'd be okay with me. That would have been a perfect Oreo cereal. I mean, like Margot said, they have it now, but yeah, back when Oreo O's was just coming out, I mean, it just kind of didn't didn't fully deliver on the Oreos promise. Yeah, no, and with, with, with yeah with Rice Krispies too with the uh, with the sugar intake, you would have to like. 
here's how I would test it. You would have to put the sugar in and then put your spoon in. And if your spoon stood up straight, you were ready to go <laughs> and eat your bowl of cereal. So you, you had like a little bit of milk with your sugar. When yeah, you were yeah exactly. Come on. Got Doesn't it. that kind of make the actual cereal trash, though, if you have to add that much sugar to make it good? Oh, no, no. It's, it's part of the experience. So, yeah. I, Jordan, you make a you make a very Valid fair point, point yeah. man. By itself, dude, if we're if we're taking Rice Krispies <laughs> with sugar, you know, they're definitely they, they're dropping down like two weight classes for sure. But I, like I said on mine, I was going off my personal enjoyment of it. And the only way I ever ate Rice Krispies was pouring on that extra sugar on top. Yeah. And, uh, I went with it. But yeah, I agree. You know, they could probably, uh, you know, maybe they could make like sweetened Rice Krispies or something. I'm sure that I think they do. I mean, I think they do now. There's like all different varieties of Rice Krispies. You know? Yeah. It's 2021. Everything that could be done has has been done. So they're they're really. Yeah. Have you have you seen the cereal aisle? I mean, it's double sided, like packed wall, like aisle to aisle. Um, it's insane how many varieties of cereal there are nowadays. Yeah, it's a fair point, Jordan. But regardless, your cereal got stomped three to one. Oreo <laughs> taking a hike. I'm used All to right. it. Up next, we got the Flintstones going up against Cinnamon Toast Crunch's European cousin. It's Fruity Pebbles <laughs> versus Toast French Crunch. Toast Crunch. Jordan, you're up first. Man, uh, Fruity Pebbles, definitely iconic in the, the Wells household as a kid. French Toast Crunch, um, is that even still around? Yeah, it's still a thing. It is? Yeah. Okay. I, I, I wasn't sure either, man. I had to look that one up. Okay. I was just wondering because I know I have not had that since I was a kid. Um, I'm going Fruity Pebbles on this one. Uh, just, I, I love Fruity Pebbles a lot. I mean, it was just, it's a great cereal. I like the the shapes of the pebbles. I mean, it's just, it, I, I like the cereal. Yeah. Good stuff. All right, Marco, you're up. Yeah. Yeah, you know my answer for this one. It's definitely going to be Fruity Pebbles over... French toast crunch. Um, I love French toast as a breakfast by itself too much to give this cereal even the satisfaction of of my palate tasting. Um, so a squash match. Yeah, it's 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 fruity pebbles all the way. It's right, right before the bell rang. Uh, Barney Barney tripped French toast crunch, and yeah, was, then uh, Fred just came in with a pile driver. To it, was, end it. it was literally Brock and, and Kofi. Um, yeah, nice. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> All right, Sheena, you're up. Yeah, so I, I actually I do enjoy French Toast Crunch. I think it's good. It is one of those cereals, though, like I mentioned earlier, that is it stays so crunchy in milk for so long that, um, or at least I remember it, that it like hurt the roof of your mouth. You know what I mean? Whereas on the opposite end of the spectrum here, we have Fruity Pebbles that is like you pretty much have to like pour and devour, or it's going to turn into oh, yeah. into like fruity fruity sludge. They're so tiny, you know, they don't got much surface yeah. area, and they're so thin. and they're yeah. porous. Like, yeah, they're they like, don't have much surface area at all to uh, you know fight off the uh, the sog. Yeah, but I love Fruity Pebbles. I think the the thing about the Pebble cereal, what's also crazy is uh, Fruity Pebbles. They are the longest running uh, cereal that has used a licensed character in their oh, wow. um, product. Like, you know, since uh, with the Flintstones or whatever, like, you know, no other company has used a licensed character as long as they have used the, the Flintstones. And think about most kids today don't even know who the Flintstones are as like cartoon yeah. characters. They'll just know them from from Fruity Pebbles. Um, I'm going with Fruity Pebbles on this. I, I love the Pebbles family of cereals. Uh, again, they're just delicious. They're the perfect texture when you eat them crunchy. And I have a fun fact. Since we are a wrestling podcast, did you know that Post was sued by Hulk Hogan in 2010 for using his likeness in a fruit or in a Cocoa Pebbles commercial? Um, he was using Hulk Boulder and it was like they came into a wrestling ring and, um, yeah, he, uh, 
hold on just one second. Oh, sorry. He uh, sued them and they weren't able to use that commercial. They had to pull that commercial from from production. So, yeah, pretty crazy. So what was it? It was like a Flintstone version of Hulk Hogan or what? No, it wasn't really a Flintstone version. It was just like it was just like a cartoon character that looked like Hulk. He had like, you know, the full man shoe and like the blonde mullet. And then the, uh, you know, he got beat up by uh, Bam Bam in the end. You know, he beat up Barney and Fred pretty pretty handily and then bam bam came in and like smashed him around a little bit and uh, uh that's weird that they thought that they could even get away with that you know hulk's lawsuit happy you know he's got to put gawker out of business oh yeah i know so we'll, we'll leave that we'll, we'll definitely leave the details of that one out we're, we'll keep it r-rated on here we're not going x-rated though for uh for the chick foley <laughs> show yeah i i agree fruity pebbles is awesome so yeah get your, get your brooms out it's a clean sweep that uh fruity pebbles definitely stomps on french toast crunch all right uh one thing that we all know is that a bowl of cereal can be the perfect thing to cap off a night of hard drinking, you know, yeah. <laughs> it seems to kind of keep the hangover uh, curbed a little bit for the next morning. So uh, we'll segue that into talking about what we're drinking tonight. So me and Sheena are both just being uh, kind of basic bitches tonight, drinking Miller Lite. Uh, Marco, what are you sipping on, man? Uh, sipping on uh, about not being basic uh, like you guys. No, so uh, some uh, Broken Skull IPA. Oh, hell or- yeah. 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 <laughs> Stone Cold needs his own cereal. That would be awesome. That'd be great if he actually <laughs> had his own cereal. cereal. If he had broken skulls. skull. Yeah, if he had little skulls and like little, you know, marshmallows in the shape of beer steins. Beer mugs. Oh, be yeah. sick. What? Yeah. Get your damn broken skull cereal. Sheena, you better put a trademark on that. I know. Cereal 316. I need to call. I don't call him up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to get his number from um, our buddy Hal Haney, who got a call from him tonight, and just say, hey, I'm, I got an idea for you, Stone Cold. You need to start yeah. making breakfast cereal. Jordan, <laughs> what are you drinking, man? So I'm drinking, it's called Bad Guy with an Agenda. It's a hazy IPA. Brewed in Lafayette, Colorado by Odd 13 Brewery. That sounds very, very crafty, man. Yeah. Good one. It's a good one, man. All right. I love me a good hazy IPA. You guys and your artsy fartsy beers. All right. So we're halfway <laughs> through the first round. Let's get back into it. Up next, we got Honeycomb going up against Cocoa Puffs. And Jordan, you're up first. So you talk about iconic characters. Sonny the Bird for Cocoa Puffs. Iconic. Very. Um, I loved Honeycombs. I'm 100% going Cocoa Puffs here. <laughs> yeah. I don't really have much to say about this one. It's just, it, it, this one's kind of easy for me. This one's actually kind of hard for me. Um, I do love both cereals. I do love Honeycomb. Um, they did, they did have like a little bit of a lasting, uh, crunchiness to them. They didn't sog up too fast because of all the holes that were in them. So they kind of stayed afloat <laughs> in that sense. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, what they help you stay afloat in hard times. They had breathability. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I'm definitely going with Cocoa Puffs. Um, too iconic. Chocolate milk afterwards after eating a bowl of cereal is, you know, nothing, nothing can beat that, I don't think. Not even honeycomb. All right, Sheena. Yeah, I love I love honeycomb cereal too. Um, but I would I'm gonna go, you know, pretty bold here and say of all the chocolate cereals, Cocoa Puffs is definitely the most iconic. I mean, there's some wow. there's some yeah, there's some hard hitters. You know, you got you know, you'll see down here Cocoa Krispies and Cocoa Pebbles and things like that. Um, obviously we had Count Chocula, yep. but if you're gonna go with the the hardest hitting, most iconic chocolate cereal, it's got to be Cocoa Puffs. You know. I think most children 
our age have at least said I'm cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs at least once in their lifetime. Um, and yeah, Sunny the Bird is iconic. I love the box art. It's a it's a it's a win for me. Cocoa Puffs all the way. So yeah. Cocoa, Cocoa Puffs in the clean sweep, they're going to be yeah. going on to face Cinnamon Toast Crunch in the second round. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. I actually, uh, you know. Cocoa Puffs was a cause of a lot of arguments and fights in, in my house as a kid because my little brother Tad loved it. I was never a Cocoa Puffs fan. Like I'm, I've never been a huge chocolate guy. And if I did like chocolate, it was more like milk chocolate. And I feel like Cocoa Puffs really had almost like they, they had a strong cocoa flavor. You know, it was almost like a dark chocolate type flavor on I mean, there. They didn't mislead the you. It's literally in the, the name. Uh, yeah, it's right there in the name. Uh, so you're definitely getting a, a ton of cocoa in that flavor. And I, I just, I never really loved it, but my brother, that's always what my brother would push for. So if we were only getting like one bo- uh, box of cereal at the store, um, anytime he went out, I, I was a little bit pissed off. Yeah, that was, uh, yeah, Cocoa Puffs was actually my um, exotic, dan- exotic dancer name back in the day. So I'm um, <laughs> wow. not partial to, uh, to that name as well. Oh, so my no. God. Taking it, taking it more to the to the PG era. Um, I just looked up Cocoa Puffs because I just wanted to like see see some pictures and stuff, and I discovered that they had. I don't know if this is like a current thing that they have. It's Cocoa Puffs Brownie Crunch. I know mm. we're not talking about wow. one offs here on the on the thing, but dude, that sounds amazing. That right? was actually that was actually one of the moves I would do too. So. <laughs> Kinda brownie crunch yeah <laughs> that's a different that's a different patreon oh my gosh <laughs> all right let's move on before we uh <laughs> before we get canceled all right up next we got a uh you know i'm thinking this is going to be a much more pg uh matchup i don't know if it's the way you guys can twist this one we got weedies <laughs> going up against golden grams marco you're up first uh, I'm definitely going with Golden Grams on this one. Um, definitely respect Michael Jordan and wanted to be like him when I was younger. You know, you got to eat your Wheaties, but uh, Golden Grams was calling my name, and I went with Golden Grams. So that's my choice. GG all the way. To me, Golden Grams are always like too sweet. Like I, I can legit. I have memories of legit getting toothaches after eating Golden Grams because they were so <laughs> stinking sweet. And I always loved Wheaties. You know, uh, anybody that knows me knows how much of a Michael Jordan fanatic I am. So there was always that. You know, I different. I had a collection of all the different Wheaties boxes with MJ on the cover or on the box, um, and actually even kind of liked Wheaties, even as plain as they were. Um, so I'm going Wheaties. Jordan, you're up. Wheaties definitely iconic. Uh, I'm going Golden Grams though. <laughs> uh, I don't, there's not a whole lot of explanation here. I mean. Wheaties, like you kind of said, is it's just kind of a plain cereal. I mean, there's not much it's to plain it. As it gets, man. Yeah, it is as plain. It, it is like, yeah, it, you couldn't get any more plain than Wheaties, man. It, we almost included Wheaties and cornflakes. That was another debate. I'll let you guys behind the scenes. We were only going to include one. Sheena tried to say that they were totally separate. It I, is I, totally separate. I mean, I know one's wheat, uh, one's, one's corn, corn, but I feel yeah. like. I'm Two not totally sure. I'd, different baseline I, I don't know if I'd be able to tell the difference in a blind taste test between. So don't offend yeah. Midwesterners talking about wheat and corn are the same thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got them's fighting words in these parts. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Sheena, you're up right now. Golden Graham's up two to one on Wheaties. Yeah, I don't. As far as like you know, obviously you know, eat your Wheaties and the whole celebrity connection and like athlete connection and everything with Wheaties. That's what I remember it most as. I really don't remember. I know I've eaten Wheaties as a kid. Um, I don't remember eating Wheaties though. I mean, it was never going to be like my number one choice um, when I went to to the cereal aisle. So I'm going to have to go with Golden Grams on this one too. As iconic as that orange box is, you know, like you said with the with Michael Jordan and all you know Olympic athletes and all the things. Um, 
I'm going to have to go with golden grams. One for just personal preference Two, um, just the amount that I've, I've eaten versus eating, eating Wheaties in my, in my day. All right. So golden gram moves on by a three to one margin. It's going to be Apple Jacks and golden gram going uh, head to head in the second round. And again, uh, we're doing all, the entire first round tonight, and then we're going to finish off the entire second half of the tournament on uh, next week's episode. Up next, we have Cookie Crisp going up against Reese's Puffs. Cookie Crisp. There's Chip the Dog and Cookie Crook. Cookie Crisp is what they took. Little cookies they can't resist. Make them half for Cookie Crisp. Cookie Crisp. Cookie Crisp. Cookie Crisp. All across the country now. Everyone's doing the Cookie Crisp now. Cookie Crisp. All right, you guys heard the classic early 90s commercial for Cookie Crisp. Everybody remembers that tagline. Um, Reese's Puffs is another one that Jordan insisted was going in. He was actually calling me like, we, me and Jordan have been friends for over 10 years now. Um, and it's probably the most mad I've ever heard him. When I sent him the initial list of entries we had for this he tournament, offended, straight he, offended. yeah, like he, he, by, it wasn't a, you know, he bypassed a, a text or, you know, a social media mention or anything. It was a straight up phone call, which you guys know in 2021, that's pretty aggressive to go straight to the phone call to tell me like, where the fuck are Reese's puffs on this list, man? This dude was not playing around about his Reese's puffs. So we got another Jordan special for me. Um, I'm going Cookie Crisp all the way on this. I love Cookie Crisp. I remember, for whatever reason, my mom was hesitant to buy this. I think maybe she just thought it was legit going to be like miniature chocolate chip cookies in in the bowl. And I remember me and my little brother having to beg her to finally get us Cookie Crisp. And once she finally did, uh, it it did not disappoint. It lived up to the hype. It was awesome. Uh, the milk tasted great afterwards. The cereal stayed, for the most part, crispy all the way through. Uh, I love Cookie Crisp, and it's my pick uh, straight up. Sheena? Yeah, um, I'm going to go with Cookie Crisp, too. Chip the dog. I love you know him as as a mascot. You know, Cookie Crisp, the, you know, the uh, slogan is is iconic. Um, like you said, I, I love the taste of it. I love the, love the taste of it, the texture, the smell of it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All, All right. It was not expecting to have a... Uh, a gold member appearance tonight, but here we are. Oh, uh. The texture. Uh, Reese's Puffs are amazing, too. I love all things Reese's. Uh, you know, do you say Reese's or do you say Reese's? I uh, say Reese's. I say Reese's, too. Re- I know guys. that's another flashpoint on the internet. What do you got? You guys say Reese's or Reese's? Reese's. Yeah, I think Reese's. I say Reese's, too. Reese's must be a Southern thing for sure. Uh, guys, we want you to weigh in. Let us know if you say Reese's or Reese's. Um, but yeah, Reese's Puffs are good. and But yeah, they just can't compete with Cookie Crisp. The, the nostalgia of Cookie Crisp for me, I can't remember what year Reese's Puffs came out, but it definitely wasn't like during my, my peak cereal eating years. So like I said, I was doing some research specifically for the cereals that I pulled the commercials for, the audio. I didn't realize Cookie Crisp had been out since for like 1976. Yes. I thought Cookie Crisp came out in like 91, you know. Yeah. Um, but no, Cookie Crisp has been out for a very, very long time. Um, and I guess we just didn't know about yeah, it. Yeah, so. introduced in 1977 by General Mills. Yeah, that's so, pretty yeah. wild. All right, uh, Jordan, you're up. 
Right. What Seth failed to mention is how much of a dick move he pulled here because Cookie Crisp and Reese's Puffs are both in my top three, just so we're aware. <laughs> so this is like me choosing between my sisters, like which one I think is a better sister. So yeah. this is going to be bad. Um, man, Cookie Crisp, though, like, dude, I remember getting the blue bowl. Do you guys remember like the blue bowl that came in like a special edition of Cookie yeah, Crisp? Yeah, I had that. And it had the straw or whatever in it. Yes. Like, dude, this is this is probably my favorite cereal, if I'm being honest. So I'm going Cookie Crisp, but wow. this is not... This is you not thought, a this is not a slide at Reese's Puffs because you thought I, I did a heel turn on yeah. Count Chocula. Jordan, this Jordan, is shocking. Bought, Jordan bought a Reese's Puffs to the club, then ditched her for a better looking chick. Man, <laughs> yeah. Hold on, he, yep. he went with his ex. Yes, he, he did. Like, Hold on. If he would have put Reese's Puffs up against any other cereal, I would have picked Reese's Puffs. But <laughs> Cookie Crisp is probably my favorite cereal ever, and that's not. Yeah, it, it's just it's really hard for me to ever pick against Cookie Crisp. So. Yeah, Reese's right. Peanut Butter Puffs did not come out until 1994, which is still my peak cereal eating years, but it definitely wasn't um, one, of, one of the I was icons. never a big fan. Yeah. That, was, that was another one that Tad, he really loved Reese's Puffs. He was a fan of the, a fan of the Puffs. You know, yeah. Like I said, he loved Cocoa Puffs. He loved Reese's Puffs. Uh, I was never a fan of them. Uh, Marco, who would you have picked if uh, if you would have came into play on this one? I definitely would have went uh, Cookie Chris because uh, not, a, not a huge fan of the Reese's. At, at all like not even like the not even like the candy no not even the Whoa. peanut butter cups now so okay, why would so, i really hey, hold on a second, guys i'm gonna take a pause real quick and just boot marco off of this freaking <laughs> podcast right now um, for saying he doesn't like Reese's cups like, so i don't I, I don't hate them i just uh, i just never like got into them at wow. all so why would i relegate myself to eat it in cereal form well, um, thoughts and prayers to the, you know, half our patrons. I'm sure just cancel their memberships after hearing that. that as one of as the they should. Yeah. Like, if they uh, can't handle the truth, then they they can't listen to the show. I mean, man, I can't believe I'm here <laughs> for fault. the last episode. I know. <laughs> Marco's going to get canceled. Yeah. <laughs> Cancel culture is coming Bring from it. Marco. Yeah. Bring All right. On. So Cookie Chris moves on in a clean sweep. We're going to have a Titanic matchup in the second round. Lucky Charms is going to be going head to head with Cookie Chris. Mm. So. Pretty interesting. Uh, let's move on to our next bout. Trix is going up against Golden Crisp. Um, so, Sheena, you're up first in this one. So, this one was tough because Golden Crisp didn't stand out to me because I remember them as like sugar smacks or honey smacks. You yeah, know, like this was definitely uh, this was another one similar to Count Chocula where we picked one cereal to kind of represent three or four. Because yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. They were. There were a handful of super similar cereals. Um, we the, we remember the smooth talking bear from Golden Crisp. Yeah. That's why we ended up going with Golden Crisp as the rep for this like kind of like sweetened oat type situation, whatever this thing was supposed to be. Yeah. So Golden Crisp, the the uh, mascot is Sugar Bear, and then there was the uh, the frog. I can't remember what the frog's name w- was for Honey Smacks, but um, those were the ones that. I- it makes sense. Um, the smacks the frog. I actually like these, um, you know, whatever, like it's not rice. What is the, what's the puff? I'm going to look at, Oh, it's puffed wheat. So it's just puffed yeah. wheat. Yeah. Um, it's supposed to be like, yeah, it's like, it's like a grain. Yeah. I like these cause they're super crispy. Like, I mean, it's mm-hmm. like, it's like biting into like a, I mean, sounds horrible, but like biting into like a piece of glass or something. It's like, psh, you know, you get that nice little crisp, yeah, it's a shattering, crisp. a very shattering yeah. crisp. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't give you that squeaky texture like the the pot or yeah. the, the these things were pops. delicious. Um, dry also, like, yes. straight, like grab a handful of the box. They were awesome. Yeah, so they're awesome. Um, however, I think 
when I think of iconic cereals, I definitely think of the Trix Bunny, you know, yep. um, freaking Silly Rabbit, Tricks are for Kids. Um, and that, that's been done so many times, you know, that Silly poor Rabbit, you know what I mean? Why yeah. can't people be inclusive? You know what I mean? Like they're just because this it guy was the a 90s. freaking rabbit, he yeah. couldn't have a cereal. Like that's jacked up, man. Yeah, it is jacked up. Um, especially when he was like the face of the face of the brand, you know, um, they were just using him as as freaking free labor. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so Tricks, um, I got to go with Tricks. I love I love those fruity type of cereals. There was a lot of controversy because back when we were growing up, um, the Tricks were shaped like fruit. But what I didn't know is because recently you know, they've changed them back. But for a while there, they went to a puffs style, so it was just multicolored. Yeah, I didn't puffs. know they've gone back. I remember when they switched yes, to just the, was, uh, the puffs. But yes. I didn't know they've gone back to fruit shapes. Well, get this: something I didn't know is that Tricks originated as a circle around puff cereal, and then in oh, the oh wow, it, so it's flip flopped. It's, it's flip flopped uh, a few times. Snip, snap, snip, snap. Um, so yeah, they went from round puffs to the fruit flavored cereal, but. For the fruit flavor, the reason why they switched is because, um, you know, they, uh, who makes uh, tricks? It's Kellogg's, right? No, I think tricks is General Mills. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, General Mills, they um, stopped using uh, food, like a lot of food dyes in their, um, that's General Mills. Yeah. They stopped using a lot of food dyes in their cereals that they cut back. And they said because the tricks, the tricks fruit wasn't as vibrant. It didn't have, it was kind of like a more of like a muted color. It didn't really pop the way that it did in the 90s when they could just like pump it full of as much food dye as they wanted to. So they went back to the, the little circular balls. And then, um, you know, I guess there was outcry for that. And they, they've since changed it back to, to fruit shape. But yeah, that's a little history lesson for Trixie. Sheena went deep on the freaking trick. <laughs> yeah, research. I, I don't you know got- how she did this because like she was, you know, well, again, another peep on the curtain. Sheena was sick this morning. So she was kind of laid up till about five o'clock this afternoon. <laughs> I, I guess I, I thought she was upstairs sleeping off her cold, but apparently she was just doing deep dive on tricks man like geez yeah um i am very pa- i love cereal you guys that's one thing i don't know if you know about me i love cereal i don't buy it a lot for you know for health purposes i don't buy it. just keep cereal because i also have no self-control like i'm a pretty good when it comes to eating nutritional foods but i can literally eat an entire box of cereal in one day and like not it's not even a thing that's so. true i've gotten a bowl of cereal i've gotten like boxes of cereal before and been like excited to enjoy them over the course of four or five days and like you know i'll leave the house to go like fishing or something for a couple hours and i come back and the whole box is just gone I'm like what the hell happened yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I i love cereal but yeah i have to be use it sparingly because i have no control around cereal yeah. but um on, in this matchup i love both these cereals but i am gonna go with i'm gonna go with tricks so this one's easy for me. I'm going to go uh, John Cena and Rise Above Hate. You know, you got tricks where this poor <laughs> rabbit is just getting hated on by these asshole kids. And on the opposite side, you got, you know, the sugar bear. The dude's basically like the serial version of Leon Phelps, the lady man. He's like the smoothest, <laughs> definitely the smoothest of all the uh, the serial icons. Um, so it's easy for me, man. Uh, Golden Crisp all the way. In all seriousness, I definitely like Golden Crisp cereal a lot more. Uh, Trix was looked really cool with the the colorful fruit shapes, but it I don't know. I never really loved the flavor on it. I, I've, I'd rather have Fruit Loops over Tricks any day. Yeah, I take. And uh, I think I take Golden Crisp over either one of them. So Golden Crisp for me, Marco, and you're up next. Real oh, quick, got real, real quick interjection. It's funny that you picked uh, Golden Crisp because your um, your girlfriend Becky Lynch was actually featured on the box of Golden Crisp when posted their WWE. You know, they had Big Show on Honeycombs, and then um, you know Becky Lynch was on Golden Crisp. Becky Lynch was featured on you know your your pick. So huh. even more of a reason. Yep. All right, Marco, you're up next. Yeah, no, uh, Golden Crisp all the way. Smooth, smooth, uh, silky voice or the uh, golden, golden oh, yeah. crisp there. Bear he was, was, the he, was he was swag. Sugar Bear was swag for sure. 
Uh, the other thing too uh, with tricks, I mean, we already have fruit loops in this tournament. We get to we get to remove another fruit True. cereal, a fruit a fruit based cereal or fruity based. Yeah. Cereal. So tricks is yeah, fruit, loop, fruit loops dunks on tricks any day. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's basically just like the the you know the donut holes part of a fruit loop. So get it out of here. Get out of the tournament. Get it out of here. <laughs> All right, Jordan, you're up. Game four. All right. I don't have a strong opinion on either one of these cereals because I didn't really eat a lot of either one of them. And just because I, I like Fully Fam so much and I want them to get involved, I'm going to pick tricks. Oh, okay. my All gosh. All right, so okay. we got another flash pole going up. I'm setting the timer for five minutes right now, and we are going to let the Foley Fam decide who's moving on out of tricks and Golden Crisp. All right, our next matchup is... A clash of two childhood favorites of mine. We got Cocoa Pebbles going up against Life. And Jordan, you're up first. All right. Cocoa Pebbles and Life. So Life was not really a childhood cereal at the old Wells household. Uh, <laughs> Cocoa Pebbles, man, I'm a sucker for chocolate. Uh, Same. The milk after you have the Cocoa Pebbles, clutch. I'm going Cocoa Pebbles. Mm. All right. Sounds like Cocoa Pebbles wins easy. Marco, you're up next. Yeah, same here. Cocoa Pebbles over life. Life is actually not bad. It's a pretty decent uh, cereal. I mean, if you like like plain cereal, it's good. Um, but uh, it's Cocoa Pebbles is literally Big Boss Man, uh, and life is the, the, the casket of the big show's father just dragging it along across the grass yeah that's that's how i'm that's how i'm treating life right now so oh my gosh cocoa pebbles all right it's 2-0 sheena you're up next (laughs) all right so um i like both these cereals too cocoa pebbles you know as i spoke of earlier i'm a a fan of all the pebbles varieties of cereal um i do love life though because again like i spoke earlier i love that like checks pattern like haystack tops type pattern. I love the way it holds milk. Um, you know, if Mikey likes it, um, I think, I think I'm going to go with life. I think, um, just, you know, I I like the crispiness of it. I like how it doesn't get soggy so quickly because I do love cocoa pebbles, but if I'm just basing it off of my favorite chocolate cereals, it's definitely not my favorite chocolate cereal. So I'm going to go, I'm going to give the over to life. All right, and that brings me up for uh, for game four of the five-game series, and I think this one's going to overtime because I got to go with mm-hmm. life also. You know, I talked earlier in the episode about how much I loved Chris Bix, how that was really like my favorite cereal as a kid, and I always felt like life was kind of just like a sweetened version of Chris Bix. Um, it was good. It gave you a little bit of sugar, but, you know, it wasn't like toothache sweet, uh, and I just love life. You know, like Sheena said, it held milk really well. Um, I, I just remember making monstrous bowls of this and watching WWF Mania and uh, WWF Superstars. Mm-hmm on saturday morning so anytime i get some life in front of me it's a nostalgia blast and it's a great cereal um and so this means that sheena is going to be setting up the flash poll on facebook all right i'm starting the timer and we got five minutes for the foley fam to vote to decide life or cocoa pebbles okay all set sheen i'm all set yep all right it's, it's in the foley fam's hands 
All right, the next battle, we're going to see some more uh, chocolate-based cereal. It's going to mm-hmm. be Cocoa Krispies. This is the second appearance of Snap, Crackle, and Pop. And they are going up against the uh, the iconic Purple mm-hmm. Box. It was actually a controversial pick <laughs> Very, to go on yeah. this because, uh, you know, I don't think anybody really likes this cereal that much. I fought for this to be on the, I fought for this to be in the bracket. Because it's, dude, it is a very notorious cereal. I'll, I'll make my case in a, in a minute, but yeah, it deserves a spot at least to be in contention. Yeah, the, the selection committee initially had... Um, had Raisin Bran out of the mix, but they were a late addition back in. So, uh, Marco, over to you for first pick. Oh, boy. Um, <clears throat> I remember uh, earlier, Sheena, you know, she she spoke about having, you know, too many of the same types of cereal, like Cocoa Pebbles, Cocoa Krispies. Yeah. Yeah, that type of thing. Um, but in this instance, uh, where Cocoa Krispies is against uh, a plain Jane cereal like Raisin Bran, uh, I think Cocoa Krispies takes it. Um, uh, just let's face it, old old people eat raisin bran. No young people. No offense to old people out there that if they're listening to the show, that's ageism. An older Marco. That's I mean, ageism. I mean, ageism for the people that eat raisin bran. Everyone mm-hmm. else is is cool. If you're an old person, you eat uh, cocoa krispies. You're good in my book, but get get off that raisin. I know it's healthy. It's you know, and, and, it, and it does its work, but it's okay it's not a it's not a cereal in my eyes it's not a breakfast cereal oh my gosh it's okay, a first of all, you're, you're up next first of all it's it, it's misleading because it does seem like it would be a healthy cereal you know like raisin and they put they put bran in there to make you feel like you know it's got all this fiber and all this stuff but dude raisin bran packs a sugary punch it's got it's it's loaded with sugar um which I, I just it's freaking delicious, dude. I love the it stays crunchy like the the bran flakes stay super crunchy. The raisins are super sweet and they're kind of like chewy, which is like not a, a texture that you normally get in cereal a lot. You know, you don't get that like chewy gummy uh, texture, which is awesome. My dad used to buy raisin bran all the time. Um, and uh, yeah, I love it. I think it's I mean, you know, it's definitely not my favorite cereal of all time. If I was like just picking out of a row of cereals, like I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, raisin bran. But if somebody's got raisin bran, dude, I will crush a bowl. And when, then when they came out with Raisin Brand Crunch, dude, here for it. So um, I guess I, I'm going to stand on this mountain and defend and defend Raisin Brand. So we'll see. We'll see if anybody else joins in. All right. So we're tied up one to one. I'm up next. I'll start by giving uh, Raisin Brand its due. Um, you know, if I'm playing word association and somebody says the word breakfast cereal, I think one of the first things mm-hmm. that's one of the first images that's popping in my brain is that purple raisin brand box because Iconic. you know there's something to be said for brand identity and they've had basically the exact same design my entire life. But that being said, I don't think I've ever once eaten a bowl of this. I have no desire to ever eat a bowl of this. <laughs> and I don't know anybody that does like to eat raisin brand. You know, um, <laughs> it just kind of sucks, man. Like it nobody really like, suck. nobody really likes brand and nobody really likes raisins once they're past the age of five. Oh so my gosh. raisin brand gets the big thumbs down for me. Have and, you ever uh, even eaten a raisin, Seth? I have. I have. And uh, <laughs> I'd rather eat a Cocoa Krispie. So Cocoa Krispie gets the win for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're up next. All right. I would just like to thank the Chick Foley show for including the retirement community <laughs> in the cereal of fate. Um, Everybody, uh, hold your AARP cards up in the air like you just don't care. Let's just, uh, go ahead and get this out there. Sheena, you made a compelling argument for Raisin Bran. You really did. But mm-hmm. you could put Raisin Bran next to dog food and I'll eat the dog food. Like, <laughs> what an absolute trash cereal. Wow. First of all, Let's talk, you put 
raisins in cereal and like you think that's going to be attractive to anyone under the age of 85 <laughs> like oh no offense sheena sorry i forgot this is the healthy cereal uh oh my it, God. no absolutely not we're going cocoa krispies like this is not even a contest Oh All my right. gosh. So snap, crackle, and pop are cruising. <laughs> Please, the if, second there, round. if there are any Foley fam out there that listen to this and you are a fan of Raisin Brand, hit me up so I can feel some solidarity because my comrades let me down. Yeah, and if you're listening from the retirement community, this is no offense to you at all. I'm glad you like your raisin <laughs> brand. I really am. I hope it keeps you regular, but this is not it. <laughs> oh my God. All right. Uh, this is Snap, Crackle, and Pop's second appearance in the uh, second round because they came in with uh, with Rice Krispies earlier on. There's something the, to be uh, said for rolling with a faction, dude. You know? Yeah, it's true. And now they're making their third and final appearance in the first round because our next match is Rice Krispie Treats going up against Honey Nut Cheerios. So this is an interesting one because you got, on the one hand, Honey Nut Cheerios, who is one of the true um, you know iconic cereals out there. Again, we talked to, they're similar to Raisin Bran. They've had basically the same box for my entire life they've always had uh you know the bee what, what did we just what is the name honey Bu- or buzz, buzz, bee. buzz, yeah, bee. buzz yeah buzz the bee on the box um yeah just you know one of the one of the four or five cereals that have really never changed over the course of of all our lifetimes and it's going up against a cereal that had was really kind of a, a shooting star in the world of breakfast it was the rice crispy treat cereal so this was it was meant to play off you know rice crispy treats that everybody loves it really wasn't all that close to it because you guys know the cool thing about rice crispy treats is that like warm gooey like mm-hmm. melty thing these things were were dry as a bone they were really just like a cluster of rice krispies with like a marshmallow flavored coating to stick them to like hold them together mm-hmm. um, but they were delicious. You know, you pour them in the milk, let them get maybe just a touch of sog to them. So they're a little bit soft and they were awesome. Um, I want to say it was around from, you know, maybe like 93 to 96 or 97 before they went off the shelf. Cause I can't imagine that this thing was healthy at all. So they may have been a victim of, you know, the, uh, the health food craze that came in there in the late nineties, but either way, it's our next matchup. And, I'm going first on this one. And Rice Krispie Treats just so happen to be my all-time favorite cereal. You know, I, I love them. They're they were delicious. I always liked Rice Krispies. We talked about that earlier in the tournament with dumping the sugar in there. These were Rice Krispies that were already sweetened up, you know. And I loved Rice Krispie Treats as a kid. So this was like the best of both worlds. They just hit me right at that time when I was um, just chowing down on breakfast cereal like a maniac. And I loved them. And on the other hand, you got Honey Nut Cheerios, which are just garbage you know i think they are probably the worst cereal ever they're basically like little cardboard rings Um, the texture sucks the flavor sucks they got that stupid fucking bee who who was on probably a million different commercials but i never remember any cool commercials he did i always anytime i saw one of those commercials come on tv i would just roll my eyes and want to change the channel um to me there's absolutely nothing appealing about honey nut cheerios and as bad as raisin bran and uh, shredded wheat are for the uh, you know bottom of the rung cereals that we got so far, I think I'd put I'd take either one of those over honey nut Cheerios. So oh I'm putting uh, rice krispie treats over in a straight up squash. Um, yeah, no questions asked. Wow. All right. Um, well, Jordan, Jordan you're up next. you have anything to do? You have anything to add? <laughs> Man, that was quite the heel off. That was that <laughs> um, was the heel husband in full force. Man. Uh, What could I add to that, possibly? Let's see here. Uh, Well, Cheerios are the ultimate trash cereal. Uh, People train their kids to pee with with Cheerios. Oh, my God. There's one bowl these belong in, and it's a toilet bowl. 
Oh. I don't care what the cereal was going against Honey Nut Cheerios, Apple Cinnamon Cheerios, any Cheerios. I'll pick the other cereal. I do not care. And yes, I do love Rice Krispie Treats, so I'm going Rice Krispie Treats. Oh my gosh. You Preach, bad. brother. Preach. Wow. Marco, you're up next. Oh boy. First get of get all, your brooms out, folks. For, get your first, brooms out. I think no, it's time for a clean yeah. sweep. No, first of all, no. I'm, a, I'm offended. Um, Thank you. I'm taking Thank some offense you. to this because Thank you. how can this cereal call itself a treat? It is it is the opposite of a treat. Um <laughs> it is it it it's an imitation of what it what the actual rice crispy treat is. It's like Tread lightly, Marco. It's Tread like, lightly. Hey, you it's bite a, your tongue when hey, I'm here for this. this. I I am front row. I'm like that I'm like that gif of Biggie eating the popcorn right now. <laughs> I'm gonna put it me. this way. This is like this is like the it's like the Jordan sneaker, right? Famous logo, jump man. You know, you, you look at it, you go, that's Jordan, right? Uh the rice crispy treats are like the Shaq sneaker with Shaq oh dumping on the, on the tongue. How that's, dare you? That's what that oh literally is. It's, How dare would, you? would you rather would you rather wear Jordans or are you gonna wear the uh the Shaq, the dunks, whatever they were called back I'll in the day? I'll wear the Shaq over the Payless sneaker that is Honey Nut Cheerios. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um no Honey Nut Cheerios all the way. Uh the bees the buzz, whatever. It's I mean you can hate on the hate on the uh the character, but I mean the 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 cereal's great. I mean we don't, I don't. I don't like Cheerios by itself. It's plain, obviously, but Honey Nut Cheerios, Apple Cinnamon, all the bring it all. Bring all those types of Cheerios at me. I'm eating them all up. Um, I'm leaving Rice Krispie treats to what they're supposed to be: is treats baked in an oven, not mashed together with fake marshmallow, whatever that. When it's glue, yeah. is it Elmer's glue that they use? <laughs> they just take like a bunch of. Rice Krispies and just paste? toss elbow paste and have a bunch of little kids make it oh and throw it in a box. God. No, I'm not eating that. Honey Nut Cheerios. Wow. All right. I would just like to say that the Foley fam thanks Marco for all his contributions over the past couple of years to the Chick Foley <laughs> show. And we wish him well in all of his future endeavors because he's about to get booted off of this call. And this will be the last that you ever hear of him. Sheena, please, uh, please bring us back to life. Preach some sanity. Dude. There is a reason that Honey Nut Cheerios have been around for 42 years, and it is because they are delicious. They are iconic. They are perfectly sweetened little rings of happiness. Um, They are, and, and there's a reason why there has been every variety of Cheerio under the sun because people freaking love Cheerios. There's pumpkin spice Cheerios. There's apple cinnamon Cheerios. There's cocoa Cheerios. There's, you know, any variety of Cheerio you could imagine. It's been done. Strawberries and cream Cheerios. Um, and Busby is iconic. I actually have a photo of myself at the zoo standing next to a big fur Busby. I will have to find it and <laughs> po- post it in the, in the Foley fam group. Um, but yeah, dude, I, no offense to Rice Krispie Treats. I don't hate Rice Krispie Treats as much as Marco did. It actually was like right in my wheelhouse. Like I would eat that cereal for sure. Um, and I enjoyed it. But when it comes to sheer volume of Rice Krispie Treat cereal versus volume of Honey Nut Cheerios and every kind of like knockoff Honey Nut Cheerios that there are out there, I've definitely eaten 10 times as many, maybe 100 times as many Honey Nut Cheerios as anything. I think it's probably my most eaten cereal of all time. Um, well, that's like saying you like McDonald's more than you like a filet mignon or something. Like, yeah, we've all had more, you know, dollar menu cheeseburgers and we've had a nice steak, but that doesn't make it better. 
It does. It do. It, well, because I have, but I have the choice. Here's the thing: I have the choice to eat any cereal that I want. I mean, I'm, I'm a I'm a grown woman. You know what I mean? I can go to the grocery store and buy any cereal that I want. And I mean, I've I've eaten that many Cheerios. Um, so yeah, it's iconic. And you cut it. You cut up a banana in the Honey Nut Cheerios. Oh, it's God. like it's like the perfect breakfast, man. You don't you don't have to add sugar. You don't have to do nothing. It's I'm going with Cheerios all the way, dude. True. I apologize to the retirement community. It was all Sheena. <laughs> <laughs> Retirees like Cheerios too. All yeah, right. I know. So that means we're going to have another um, flash poll. And in the meantime, Sheena, do we get the results for Cocoa Pebbles versus Life? We do. Uh, the Foley fam voted and they are rocking with the Flintstones. We, the Cocoa Pebbles are going on to the next round. All right. So, the Foley fam giveth and the Foley fam taketh away. Rice crisp, uh, snap, crackle, and pop. Move on to the second round to face corn pops. And, or excuse me, no, that's the Flintstones. And I'm getting yeah. all my uh, cereals mixed up. Okay, so yeah. Fred and Barney are going on. They're, uh, they kicked the little pop. Mikey's ass. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we got the Flintstones and snap, crackle, and pop. Each got two entries in the second round. Mm-hmm. So I think we're on a collision course for those two. Um, Pebbles and meantime, Krispies are hitting hard. <laughs> I'm firing up the uh, the timer, and we now are going to have a flash poll for the Rice Krispie Treats and Honey Nut Cheerios. Sheena, uh, keep an eye on that and let us know. But it is now time for the main event of round one. So when we drew out the bracket, this is the matchup that we were looking at that uh, we were really kind of, you know, it seemed like the, the, the biggest matchup of two Titans. You know, just picture it. It's WrestleMania main event. We got the stare down center of the ring. On the one side, you got Tony the Tiger. And he's looking eye to eye with Captain Crunch. It's two titans of the cereal industry. Um, they've both been around as long as I can remember. Sheena, you're up first. Frosted Flakes versus Captain Crunch. Yeah, so this one for me was like when I saw this matchup in the first round, I was like, oh, damn. You know, just simply off of not necessarily any other um, criteria other than just it being like, a serial icon like Captain Crunch uh, versus Tony the Tiger, which is just another freaking, you know, behemoth in the uh, in the serial world. So this was tough for me. Um, Frosted Flakes, I, again, like Honey Nut Cheerios, I freaking love Frosted Flakes. They are like perfectly crispy, perfectly coated in sugar. They have just the right amount of sweetness. You can add any sort of like fruit to Frosted Flakes and it just makes them even better. Um Captain Crunch, I, I love the you know the '90s version of uh, Captain Crunch, like the commercials that they had for him. Oh, what was the freaking tagline? Oh my gosh, uh, you and the Captain, you and the Captain, make, make it, make it happen. happen. Yeah, you and the Captain make it happen. Um, I just remember those those commercials. You know, where the little kid would be like falling asleep doing his homework, and then Captain Crunch would come in and like whack him on the back of the head and be like, you know, wake your ass up, you know. Um, but Tony's an athlete, so man. I'm going to have to go with I'm going to have to go with my man Tony and and pick Frosted Flakes dude cuz like I said they're they're if I had to pick two one that I would pick over the other I would pick Frosted Flakes over Captain Crunch. All right. Um yeah, I agree 100%. I Love Frosted Flakes. I don't really love Frosted Flakes, but they got a nostalgia spot for me. That was a cereal that was always around in my grandma's house anytime I'd stay with her as a kid. So I remember, again, just making gigantic bowls of it, letting it get super soggy, and I would still eat it because, as we've established, I do not mind um, 
soggy cereal one bit and frosted flakes are still pretty good even when they're all uh, just soggy mush captain crunch uh you know i spoke on it when we talked about life that life had just the right amount of sweetness to me captain crunch is sweetness overload like all i taste when i bite into that is just like kind of like sickly sweet sugar you know it almost just gives you a toothache it's so loaded down and i've just never been a fan in any of its forms whether it's you know christmas captain crunch um just berries really Anything with the captain on it, it's a hard pass for me. Captain so, Crunch know. with Crunch Berries is really good. I mean, that, I think that was really the deciding factor for me. We're, we're just talking about strictly straight, like brown sugar, buttery, like Captain Crunch. Like if it was the Captain Crunch with berries, I, it would have been a much harder fight for me with against Frosted Flakes. Yeah, I'm not a fan. That's what my little brother used to like Captain Crunch a lot. And I'd always be pissed anytime I even just saw it in the cabinet because I knew I wasn't eating cereal that week. So for me, Frosted Flakes all the way and an easy one. Tony the Tiger moves on. Jordan, you're up. Man, this one hits you right in the nostalgia, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. This oh, one yeah. is like, dude, these are like iconic cereals. Like you remember when these commercials ran on Saturday mornings, like Tony the Tiger and the Captain. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like both of these cereals. Like Sheena said, though, if it was like Crunch Berries or Peanut Butter Crunch, Peanut Butter prob- Crunch, oh my god, probably be a different game. Yeah. Um, but just going with the old regular Captain Crunch, um, this is definitely a WrestleMania 24, uh, Frosted Flakes, Tony the Tiger, looking at Cap the Captain. I'm yeah. sorry. I love you. Super kick right <laughs> to the captain. Frosted flakes, baby. Tony the Tiger. Oh. <laughs> All right. We still got about 45 seconds on the flash poles. Even though Tony the Tiger's going over in a surprising clean sweep over the captain. Marco, what would your pick have been? Yeah, no, def- yeah, definitely the, uh, definitely frosted flakes over captain crunch. Um, just like Sheena said, if it was any other captain crunch, it would definitely be a harder decision for me in that sense. But uh, I mean, it's, Captain Crunch is the uh, the the marathon man of uh of cereals because um, it takes forever for it to get uh, soft. Yeah, it's true. It's always yeah. hard, as they like to say. Always H A R D. It's a blue hard, chew. Baby. It's yeah. a blue chew of uh of cereals. I mean, <laughs> it, it doesn't go soft very fast. Uh, but um, yeah, uh, my, me and my friends used to call it uh also because it does stay hard all the time we'll keep the joke going Cap, Captain um, stay hard <laughs> and his crunch berries yeah Captain stay his, hard in his crunch, his crunch berries, berries. Um, <laughs> since it did say like hard all the time or like it didn't go soft right away you would it would right, cut the roof of your mouth it. up like it would just like tear the roof of your mouth up like that's, that's, that's how like for it, it was we called it sugar coated razor blades yeah that's what that we is call very true Captain crunch because they were sweet and they were just rip your mouth up but they were so good that you would just keep on eating just to recap, the uh, the captain was so hard that you didn't want him in your mouth. Yeah, one. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's wow. true. Yeah, or opposite. Uh, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna yeah. end this on a more um, G rated fun fact. Did you guys know that the captain actually had like a real name? His name was Horatio Magellan Crunch. You know, and he was just the the captain Captain Crunch. But yeah, that was his actual name was Horatio. So, huh? Sounds like All sounds right. like a ladies' man, doesn't it? Horatio yeah. Magellan. Uh-oh, there's that sound again. Sheena, give us the uh, the finish for Rice Krispie Treats and Honey Nut Cheerios. Oh, my God. Okay, I am proud to announce oh that God. the Foley fam is going to be on the right side of history on this matchup, and they went with Cheerios, Honey Nut Cheerios with the victory. 
Foley fam. It's horrible. <laughs> Foley fam killed off on us. All right, that's it for round one, folks. Uh, we're going to come back next week and finish up the tournament. So uh, thanks to everybody that participated in the uh, flash polls. I'm sure there will be uh, some more in episode two because looking at the bracket, we got some awesome matches uh, just in the second round. So I can only imagine where it's going to go from there. Um, Jordan, you're our guest. So instead of Marco, I'm going to give you the chance this week to leave us with any closing thoughts. Oh, man. Wow. They always, they always do this to me. Fam. Uh Foley fam, here's the closing thoughts. Stay hard, baby. I knew. Oh, my God. I knew you were going to say stay hard. I love it. <laughs> so funny. All right. That's it. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll be back with part two very, very soon. Welcome to the Chick Foley Show. What is up, Foley fam? Little 8-bit remix to, to differentiate the Patreon-exclusive episodes. We are back with Serial Wars Part 2. We had a blast uh, recording Part 1. It actually released just yesterday. So this is Tuesday, uh, March 16th, as we record this. Uh, let me start by introducing the stars of the show. Sheena, what's up? Hello, hello. And we got the MVP up in Massachusetts. Marco, how you doing? Doing good. How is everyone doing over there? We're good, man. We're good. And then we have our special guest host, the fig god himself, Jordan Wells, all the way out in Omaha. Jordan, what's up, man? What's up, guys? How are you? We're good, man. We're ready to get this thing started. So first off, we want to start by thanking all of the Foley fam. Uh, we could not do it without you. You guys make it. You guys make this stuff fun for us, and, and, and your support means the world. So we like to do these episodes just a kind of way to, to get back to you guys and really have some fun. Uh, so again, like I said, the Part one of this released last night, so hopefully you guys have all had a chance to listen to it by the time you're hearing this. Um, it'd be kind of weird to just jump in on part two, so <laughs> definitely find that in your Patreon feed and check it out. Um, let's go around, because we did have some shockers. Sheena, was there a serial that got bounced in part one that you were particularly upset to uh, to see hit the road? Yeah, I'm going to have to say that... Um Count Chocula, you know, I was really waxing poetic uh, on Count Chocula about how much I loved it and how much just kind of those Halloween um, serials just really kind of just touched me, you know, deep down in my my Halloween loving soul. And then, of course, I went with, you know, Toucan Sam Fruit Loops. I was like, you know, Count Chocula was over in the corner like, what are you doing with him? You know, and uh, yeah. So and then it's funny because I feel like it was still haunting me because as I was going through some pictures uh, this weekend, when we were cleaning out the garage. I found a picture of my mom at Opryland, which you talked about Opryland in the most recent episode of the Chick Foley show. And my mom at Opryland in one of those little cutout head things. You know what I'm talking about where you put your head through and they take a picture like a picture prop. And she was inside the Count Chocula one. I was like, oh, God, it's going to haunt me forever for not for not going with Count Chocula. So, yeah, that's probably the one for me. Uh, Marco, how about you, man? Uh, I think it's uh, I want to say was it Golden Crisp? Tricks, yep. tricks, beat, beat golden, golden crisp. Yeah. yeah, yeah, golden, golden crisp was uh, probably the one for me. Definitely agree yeah. with uh, Count Chocula, but uh, yeah, golden. I mean, the smooth, the smooth bear, 
couldn't hang on. They couldn't be tricks. Yeah. <laughs> One of the plainest stereos ever. I mean, that silly rabbit. <laughs> yeah, man. And then, uh, Jordan, how about you? What is there, uh, one particular first round matchup that's still giving you some heartburn? I mean, the fact that Honey Nut Cheerios moved on to the second round is disgraceful, but uh, I mean, it, I, I mean, I was upset Reese's, uh, Puffs lost, but again, <laughs> it was going against Cocoa Crisp or Cookie Crisp. So, uh, he had a tough draw. Yeah, I had yeah. A, I had a feeling you were gonna pick the Reese's Puffs because yeah, they did they did have a tough draw in the first round for sure. Yeah, for me it's still Rice Krispie Treats. I can't believe that fucking bee somehow bounced <laughs> one of my favorite cereals Dude, as a kid. You know, Buzz Buzz B is he has a strong path to the to the finals, dude. I, I think mean, I think he can I think he can make it. I think it's it's pretty easy when uh you know you're eating cereal that has you know little pieces of glue in it. <laughs> So, I mean, <laughs> Honey Nut Cheerios is definitely going to beat anything that has glue in it that's holding it together. So, I'm going to make this Rice Krispie <laughs> Treat cereal revival happen. We, we, we got to get a petition going on change.org or something, Jordan, to uh, to get it into You effect. know what I'm going to do just to like, you know, add insult to injury? I'm going to make up a batch of Honey Nut Cheerios treats. So, Ooh I'm going to like, God. I'm going to make Honey Nut Cheerios and put all the marshmallows and cut them into little bars. Oh, that's a good yeah. idea. It's gonna you be great. Disgust me. It's gonna yeah, be so great. good. Horrible. We can actually just end the show right now. So let me get the <laughs> outro music queued up, ready to go. Had a good run. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's remind you guys how this is going down. So it's going to be similar to like a five game series in sports. We're going to alternate the order that we go and share in our votes. But the four of us will each pick uh, a winner in each of these serial fights. And then if it does happen to be a two to two tie, we're going to kick it over to you guys, the Foley fam. Sheena's going to put up a flash poll in the Facebook group, and it's going to be five minutes of voting to determine who's going to move on. So again, this was a 32 serial tournament. The entire first round was on part one, and now we're about to, to finish out the tournament here tonight. So you guys ready to get to it? Let's do it. All right, here we go. The first matchup is Cinnamon Toast Crunch versus Cocoa Puffs. Now I'll remind you guys how these two cereals got here. Cinnamon Toast Crunch defeated Shredded Wheat, the mighty, mighty Shredded Wheat in a clean sweep, three to nothing. And Cocoa Puffs upset Honeycomb, three to nothing. So mm. both of these guys are coming in with an unblemished record. It's kind of the, uh, you know, the irresistible force is meeting the immovable object. And here we go. Jordan, you're up first. Man, what a banger to start it mm-hmm. off. This is, this is going to be a tough one. Um, as I said in the first episode, Cinnamon Toast Crunch is... It's, it's top three cereal for me. I mean, it's just, this is a cereal that um, when I was a kid, I mean, no matter what, I made sure my mom grabbed this at the store. Uh, on the other hand, you have Cocoa Puffs. Oh, man, this this one's really hard. Yeah, um, I can I can hear the, uh, the trepidation yeah. in his voice as he tries to crown a winner in these two titans of cereal. Man, so this one's going to come down to because I like both cereals a lot. So this one's going to come down to um, the milk taste for me, honestly. Oh boy. Uh, oh. Down um, to the last drop to determine yeah. a winner. Yeah. I'm going to go cinnamon toast crunch for the milk factor. Um, I, but I do, I love both of these cereals and um, there's a reason they both three owed first round. Just yeah. two great cereals. All right. So cinnamon toast crunch is up one Oh, uh, Marco is going up next. He's definitely got a little bit of a bias on this matchup because as he uh, revealed to to us and the listeners last episode, he was known as Coco Puffs in his uh, his prior podcasting days as a, as a stripper. So, uh, yeah, Marco, that's right. you're up next. Cinnamon <laughs> yeah. Toast Crunch versus your namesake, Coco Puffs. Yeah, my uh, my exotic name, uh, my exotic dancer name was Coco Puffs. 
uh, before I became a podcaster. So this one, this one is tough. Um, you know, I mean, I think I'm going with, with Jordan with the milk. Um, they're both kind of equally, you know, as far as texture goes in the milk, they're both kind of, you know, they both get soggy at the, you know, probably same amount of time. Maybe Cocoa Puffs a little bit, stays a little bit longer. Um, hard if you want to go uh, that yeah. road, but uh, um, hard, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm going with cinnamon toast crunch with the milk, man. That that cinnamon, cinnamon, tasting milk is very good. Um, yeah, no, yeah. cinnamon toast CTC, that's what I'm going with. All right, so I'm up next. I'll show some, I'll start by showing some love to Cocoa Puffs. You guys know that, as I mentioned last episode, I'm not a huge fan of it. It was one of my little brother's favorite cereals, and it would always cause a lot of dissension when uh, mom would let him grab that for our, our breakfast choice for the week. I'll give them props. They're not lying on the cocoa. You know, it does got an authentic, like dark chocolatey cocoa flavor to it. It's not a, you know, it, it's, it's bark and its bite are, are in equal measure. But it doesn't hold a candle to Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Dry or with milk, Cinnamon Toast Crunch is delicious. And it's moving on to the quarterfinals and another clean sweep, 3-0. Hmm. All right, Sheena, just for uh, for entertainment value, uh, who was your who was your pick in this one? Yeah, so this is this was a, a hard one, like you guys said. But I mean, I gotta go. That's with what the, she said. <laughs> I gotta <laughs> go. Hard. I gotta go with uh, cinnamon toast crunch as well. I mean, cocoa puffs have been around since the fifties. I mean, they they have the longevity. You know, they have the experience. They're a freaking veteran in the cereal world. Also, Sunny. I feel like Sunny. Uh, you know, the Cocoa Puffs mascot is definitely more notable than, you know, Cinnamon Toast Crunch has got the little like, you know, square, the little Cinnamon Toast Crunch square. But I mean, really, he does, he's never done anything exciting, you know. Um, but if I, I think the thing about Cinnamon Toast Crunch is like you don't have it doesn't matter what uh, you don't have to be in a mood to eat it. You know what I mean? Like you can eat it any time of day and it's going to be just as good like Cocoa Puffs. You really got to have a sweet tooth and like ready, ready to go. So, yeah, like Seth said, you know, dry with milk, whatever. Um yeah, gotta go with gotta go with cinnamon toast crunch. I was waiting for uh, I was waiting. You know, maybe I'm just feeling frisky or something. I was waiting for somebody to jump in when Sheena said you can eat it any time of day and it's just as good. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no one's gonna. Yeah, you're you're waiting. You're gonna be waiting forever. That's no for Marco's OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah, we can only we can only do those things on Marco's as OnlyFans. A, uh, as a reminder, you know, we probably should have said this in the intro. The Patreon exclusives they're rated a hard R. You know, I think the uh, the regular <laughs> podcast is kind of a PG thirteen or a soft R sometimes, but but we're getting a hard R on this one. So you're gonna hear a little bit more uh, risque content so if that's not for you maybe find uh, one of the old royal rumble watch alongs or something like that to listen to or just stay tuned and you know em- embrace it yeah maybe right, don't listen to this on the way to school with your kids <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> all right up next we got apple jacks going up against golden graham so apple jacks uh, another clean sweep they defeated cinnamon mini buns 3-0 in the first round golden graham's upset wheaties three to one so Marco, you're up first on this one. Apple Jacks versus Golden Grams. What's your pick? This one's kind of this one's kind of rough for me too because I do love, I do have like a little soft spot for uh, for Golden Grams. It's not one of my favorite cereals, but I did enjoy eating it at the time, um, if I'm remembering correctly. But I do love Apple Jacks more for some odd reason. It's I don't know. I can I can I can actually taste the taste right now without it even being here. Just seeing the box that that green box. Oh, yeah. That weird color red <laughs> circular circular things, little donuts. Is um, it red? I thought they were orange with like are they orange red or red? Yeah, or they're kind of like they're kind of like salmon color. You know yeah, what I mean? Maybe yeah. Um, let's not get into semantics. Um, but we'll go. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go Apple Jacks over Golden Grams. It's 
Uh, Apple Jacks to me sweeter. Um, and yeah, that's going to be my pick, I think. All right, Jordan, you're up. Uh, okay. So this one's not as, I mean, it's a still a difficult decision, but I don't love either one of these cereals. Um, Apple Jacks probably had it more than Golden Grams, but um, I think I'm going to lean Golden Grams on this one. Uh, I'm going to go Golden Grams. Mm. Okay. Sheena, you're up game three, one to one. So this one uh, was pretty easy for me. I, again, Golden Grams is not a bad cereal, but I can say that it's like, you know, when we stay to hotels and stuff, you know, like they had like little continental breakfast where you get like cereal and stuff. And uh, dude, if there was Apple Jacks, like if it was between either fruity, uh, fruity, uh, Fruit Loops, sorry, Fruit Easy Loops. Easy for you to say. Little, uh, fruit Loops or <laughs> Apple Jacks. And yeah, it's something about, you know, those little like round centerless. Like I, I love cereal that is round like a donut <laughs> with no yeah. hole. So <laughs> yeah. Oh my that, gosh. I, I'm going with Apple Jacks for sure. I don't even know how to take that. That was, a, that was That's a, what she said. I actually had a yeah. joke for that, but I'm going to not say it at all so yes we'll we'll move on from that one um i i mentioned on the last episode my job uh, involves me having to go out to sea and work on a ship out in the middle of the ocean for extended periods of time and i i talked about how i do not trust the milk one bit that i don't know what kind of you know chemically altered milk we get out there that's somehow fresh when it's been on another ship for a couple weeks before it gets to us so i eat a lot of dry cereal and apple jacks is one of the absolute best golden grams uh they're okay, but they can't hold a candle to this one. I'm picking yeah. Apple Jacks, and Apple Jacks is going to move on to the quarterfinals by a 3-1 victory. Yeah, they're just so full of flavor. All right. Game three. Sheena, you're up first on this one. It's mm. going to be Lucky Charms going up against Cookie Crisp. This is the first real uh, heavyweight bout I think we're seeing in uh, in round two. Uh, uh, Cookie Crisp got here by defeating Reese's Puffs, Jordan's favorite, three to zip in the first round. That's right. Jordan's favorite cereal was completely swept out of the first round. Yeah. Lucky Charms got here in a uh, surprisingly close matchup, beating Waffle Crisp three to two. So Lucky Charms versus Cookie Crisp. Sheena, it's your pick. So this one, this one is tough because these are two cereals that I have eaten a lot of over the years. Like both of these cereals are like, you know, we're in our regular rotation in my house. Um, you know, we kind of touched on last episode how, you know, as a kid, obviously Lucky Charms, like you, I think you just, they were good, you know, but breaking them down more as an adult, the little, you know, corn pieces were kind of like flavorless, you know, it was really all about the marshmallow experience and the marshmallows really flavored the milk and the whole nine yards. Uh, whereas cookie crisps, every single bite of cookie crisp is so good. You know what I mean? Like you're not getting a bad bite of cookie crisp. Also, both of these have um, very notorious mascots. You know, you got the leprechaun and you got the dog, you know, cookie crisp. Um, so yeah, I'm going with cookie crisp. All right, Marco, you're up. Um, yeah, if we're going with uh, dang, yeah, if we're going with just you know cereal alone, I think you have to go. I think you have to go Cookie Crisp. Um, just just like Sheena said, it's the whole cereal bowl is Cookie Crisp. There's nothing, no additives. Um, so with Lucky Charms, obviously you have the marshmallow taste, but the actual, I think I'm taking this from Jordan. I think he said this on the last episode, like the, if you take the, you know, the marshmallows out of Lucky Charms, it's just kind of yeah, like pretty, crap cereal. Pretty garbage cereal, um, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, 
Yeah, I think it's I think it's Kauki Crisp. It's uh, funny that I, you say that. I'm going to jump in really quickly because all the other treat based cereals like you have crapped on. You know what I mean? Like anything that was like yeah. is like you know waffle crisp. You're like, oh no, waffles belong on a plate with uh, syrup, and then you're like, no. Um, Rice Krispie treats are made with Rice Krispies and marshmallows in a pan. Yet somehow Cookie Crisp gets a gets a pass. <laughs> I'm really curious as to why cookies don't belong from straight from the oven. You know what I mean? I mean, I mean, because it went up. It, it, they are kind of you know they do have kind of like that texture of a of a cookie that just got out of the oven. Obviously, it's not hot. But um, yeah. going up against Lucky Charms, I mean, I'm, I'm not. I mean, it's. If you're going against pure cereal, it's cookie crisp. Is yeah, is I feel you. Thing. I feel you. I just wanted to know where the hypocrisy was coming from. Yeah, grilling Marco. I'm not grilling him. I'm I was, I'm totally <laughs> curious. I, I you know I, I voted for cookie Valid crisp. Too, so I'm totally I'm totally team cookie crisp. I hope they take the sweep. But uh, yeah, it was yeah. just funny. It was valid. Valid question. All right, Lucky's up against the ropes. Down 2-0. Jordan, you're up next. Well. Lucky's about to be lights out. Yeah, um, I knew that was coming. Man, I said this round one, and like Marco just said, Lucky Charms, the cereal itself, it, it's it's literally cat food. I mean, there's just, <laughs> there's I got nothing positive to say about the actual Lucky Charms. When I was a kid and all I wanted to eat was marshmallows, yeah, sure. I mean, I love some Lucky Charms, but I'm a grown adult and I still love Cookie Crisp to this day. Cookie Crisp. All right, so Cookie Crisp moves on 3-0. I would also pick Cookie Crisp over Lucky Charms. You know, Jordan, you pretty much nailed it. Lucky Charms 3-0 kind of sucks. And I'll go as far as to say that I still think it was a complete ripoff that uh, Lucky Charms beat Waffle Crisp in the first round. I think Waffle Crisp is a superior cereal. And I think if you took away, you know, Lucky and all the amazing Lucky Charms commercials from back in the day, I don't think it'd be a contest. So either way, Lucky Charms is out in the second round, and Cookie Crisp is moving on to the quarterfinals. Up next, we got Frosted Mini Wheats going up against Trix. So Frosted Mini Wheats got here by sweeping kicks three to nothing. And Trix got here in a uh, a nail biter beating Golden Crisp three to two. We heard Marco lament about Golden Crisp getting bounced in the first round earlier tonight. Uh, it's kind of ironic. Frosted Mini Wheats beat kicks. Now they're going up against Trix. So it's kind of weird how that worked out. I'm up first on this one and I'm going Frosted Mini Wheats all the way. Uh, tricks is decent if you're in a pinch, you know, I'd eat a bowl of tricks, but I can never say that I've like, you know, wanted tricks. I think kind of similar to what Sheena was saying about the hotel bar or the hotel breakfast situation. That's really the times I can remember eating tricks. If it's, if it's at somebody's house or whatever, and that's all they got, I'll eat it. But I can never remember like reaching for a box of tricks, especially once they switched away from the fruit shapes. I think it had a little bit more charm to it when it had the various shapes, but mm. now that's just the plain old, uh, you know, globes. I'm not going to say balls, no matter how much you guys want me to. Uh, <laughs> now that it's just the uh, the fruit colored globes, I'm uh, I'm going to pass on it. Frosted <laughs> mini wheats is delicious. It's actually the other thing about frosted mini wheats. It's half ass good for you if you look at the nutrition facts. I mean, it's really like shredded wheat with just a little bit of sugar on top of it. So frosted mini wheats is one of the uh, you know, the healthier choices you can make for your breakfast if you still want a little bit of sweet stuff in the morning. So I'm going frosted mini wheats. Marco, you're up next. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. I don't I don't think anyone wants to shovel colorful balls into their mouth. Um, <laughs> oh, have oh, the, uh, the I knew Marco shaped. would go there. <laughs> um, yeah, no, definitely, definitely uh, frosted mini wheats on this one. Uh, mainly because on the if you see like the box of it now, it actually says like you're good until uh, your next meal. And it does actually fill you up. You can eat a bowl of frosted. It's full of fiber. Yeah, and you can like you eat it in the morning. You're good till lunch. You can eat at lunch, and you're good till till dinner time, and so on and so forth. Um, 
and just like you said you can eat it out of the box my kids love it they love eating uh frosted mini wheats without milk uh, just dry and it's it, it just totally defeats tricks that's all it's there's nothing else to say about mm. that all right sheena you're up the silly rabbit is is stumbling. <laughs> I know. Is he going to be able to kick out it too? Poor silly rabbit. Um, yeah, I agree with Seth. The tricks were way better when you know in like the '90s when they had the uh, all the fruit shapes and everything, and they could just pack them full of as much food dye as possible because that was like just a thing of the '90s. Or, you know, I would hate to see like all the kids of the '90s like insides were probably like rainbow on the inside because of all the food dye. <laughs> I mean, they literally had like purple ketchup. You guys remember like, you know, like colored ketchups like that's disgusting. Like, why did we think that was a cool thing to have? Um, but um, I, I got I told you guys how much I love frosted mini wheats in the first round. Uh, I love all the like haystack type of cereals, you know, and then when you put sugar on top of a haystack flavored ce- or haystack textured cereal, um, I'm, I'm totally here for it. So, yeah, and I think tricks, they kind of have a little bit of like a like an aftertaste, you know what I mean? Like you you get that fruity like hit on the front and then it's kind of just like, ugh, you know, after you're done. So yeah, I'm going frosted mini wheats all the way. All right. So frosted mini wheats is moving on to the quarterfinals. Three to nothing. Oh, baby. When you hear that Ron Burgundy jazz flute kick in, you know what time it is. That's right. Even on Cereal Wars, we're taking a beverage break. Marco, tell us what you're sipping on tonight. Oh, of course. It's uh, it's 316 day as we're recording this. Oh, so March hell 16th, yeah. 2021. And uh, yeah, El Segundo Brewing. Got to drink that uh, that Broken Skull IPA on that day. There's, there's no other beer you should be drinking. And if you are, you're, you, you might have to get a mud hole stomped. In yeah. your ass, I guess. That's don't what, don't or, remind us. Yeah, we, we wish get, we were get, drinking yeah, um, some broken get, uh, IPA. You're also going to get dropped on that sack of dimes you call a neck, too. <laughs> um, that's what uh, Stone Cold would say anyway. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, sipping on that. Can't go wrong. Jordan, what are you drinking? So, in uh, honor of old school Steve Austin, I started off with a couple Steve Weisers tonight. I did some oh, heavy. There we go. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> But I have since moved on to a hazy pale ale by the name of Noob. Um, it's a gamer-inspired beer. It's out of Lafayette, Colorado. Uh, nice. It's really good. I mean, what's the brewery? Noob. It is old, or Odd Thirteen Brewing. Nice. All right, Sheena, you want to tell them what we're uh, drinking tonight? Yeah, so we are drinking, um, it's by Smart Mouth Brewing Company, which is a local uh, brewing company here in Norfolk. Uh, it's called Saturday Morning, and it's, you know, we're going to pour a little bit out right now for um, our good buddy Lucky that just got bounced. So um, this is a Lucky Charms inspired cereal. It's a marshmallow India pale ale. And um, it's, yeah, the tagline is nostalgically ridiculous. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And on the ingredients list, you know, it's got marshmallows, sunshine, happiness, rainbows. rainbows. Yeah. And so, and the can is, you know, green and it's got the, you know, the big yellow letters like Lucky Charms, got the little rainbow shapes. Marshmallows. Yeah. All the marshmallows and everything so it's, it's actually really perfect for uh for this episode yeah it's perfect for this episode his cereal inspired beer but yeah you would think by by it being a marshmallow ipa like it would be super like ridiculously sweet but it's 
it's really freaking delicious. Yeah, we hadn't, me and she didn't even want to try this. So I picked this up at, at Harris Teeter uh, last week and we were waiting for this episode to try it. So so we'll do like a live review. What, what are your thoughts on it, Sheen? Oh, it's just like, it's just smooth. It's not like really bitter. Um, it's really easy to drink. It. I mean, it definitely tastes fruity. I mean, I don't know. I haven't like, you know, read the, uh, well, what do you call those nerdy reviews that we always read? Sophie? Beer Advocate. Yeah, the Beer Advocate reviews. I haven't read the Beer Advocate review of it, but... Yeah, it is. That's yeah, uh, good. It's not overwhelming. Like I was, I was kind of bracing for shock because some of these IPAs that really get out there in the flavor wise, they can just really go off the rails, you know, going too yeah. hard. Like I didn't know what it's going to be like, but it's honestly, it's like a, a smooth IPA with like just a little bit of creaminess to it. Mm-hmm, That's very it. It's creamy. not, mm-hmm. it's not oh, going yeah. too hard to try to taste like uh like Lucky Charms, you know? Yeah. Did you, Seth, did you know that beer was out when you went to the liquor store? Or did no, you, it just I didn't. I was, at the, I was at the grocery store getting stuff for taco night, man. And, yeah, uh, it's random. I just, yeah, I just happened to, uh, it was on one of the end caps. Like at our Harris Teeter, they got a local beer um, section and it was right there at the end. And then once I got looking, I, I found out that this beer has been like really hyped up. They've actually been promoting it for a bunch of months. People have been really anticipating it. And so, I don't know. I think it's. I, could, I think some people are going to kind of be let down because I think there's going to be people that get this and expect it to taste like a bowl of Lucky Charms with a little bit of alcohol to it. It's definitely not that. It's They they showed some restraint on this thing, but it's it's good. You know, I'm looking for we got a four pack and I'm looking forward to cracking open the second one and drinking it as we uh, as we finish off this tournament tonight. Yeah, smart. Shout out to Smart Mouth Brewing Company. Like I said, they're here local in, um, in Norfolk, Virginia, and I've had several of their beers now and I've been impressed with everything that I've had oh, from yeah. them. So, yeah, they got they got good stuff, man. Definitely, definitely. All right, let's get back into it. Up next, we got Corn Pops going up against Cocoa Pebbles. So both of these uh, cereals scratched and fought their way into the second round. Corn Pops beat Crispix 3-2, and Cocoa Pebbles beat Life 3-2. So Mm. interesting matchups. Marco, you're up first. Corn Pops versus Cocoa Pebbles. All right. Yeah, this this one's actually really... Really tough for me because I do love corn pops, um, and I do love cocoa pebbles. But I'm gonna have to go by the texture and the uh, the the lasting ability in milk on this one, just to separate the two. Because we already kind of have the um, you, you, we've had the chocolate milk taste and all that stuff, so you can't really go by the milk the milk taste on these. Uh, I'm probably gonna be the only one that picks this, but I'm gonna go with corn pops. Mm. Um, okay it it has a soft spot with me for some reason that i can't like put my finger on just yet i'll probably think of it later on but uh (laughs) i just i I love corn pops i could taste it right now if i could but uh yeah corn pops for me all right marco's got to have his pops sheena you're up next corn pops versus cocoa pebbles all right, I am rolling with the Flintstones on this one. I'm going Cocoa Pebbles. Um, I love all pebble varieties. I think they're just delicious. They do get soggy super quick, which I'm not a fan of because I I like crunchy cereal. But my my um, tactic has always been to just add just a little milk. You know, if you need a little bit more, you can always add a little bit more. But don't drown these things in milk um, and just kind of put a little bit on there and eat it as you go. But yeah, got to go with Cocoa Pebbles because they're, they're just chocolatey. They're delicious. They're the perfect texture. I mean, I could eat a whole box of Cocoa Pebbles like in one day. All right. So I'm up next for me. I think Cocoa Pebbles ranks number two out of the uh, the big three of the, the Cocoa Cereal Syndicate. We'll get to number one here in a bit. But Cocoa Pebbles, you know, they aren't number one for me. If I if I want a Cocoa Cereal, there's something else I'm reaching for. And for that reason, I'm going with Corn Pops. 
I love corn pops. You know, if you wow. listen to part one, we played the iconic old, uh, you know, nineties and eighties commercials where you got to have your pops. Yep. And it's true. Those things were addictive, man. They went down, they were, they were so light, you know, for, it was kind of like a big cereal, you know, the big round little corn mm-hmm. nuggets or whatever you call it. What would you even call those things, Jordan? You're a resident corn expert. <laughs> um, I would call them, uh, delicious pieces of corn kernel. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so, yeah. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Those big delicious pieces of corn kernel, they went down easy. You know, I feel like I could eat like three standard size bowls of that and still, still come back from war. Uh, so for me, yeah, it's a pretty easy pick. I'm going corn pops over cocoa pebbles. So wow. that puts corn pops up two to one. Jordan, you're up next. All right, guys. So after we recorded last time, uh, between then and now, I did a little bit of field research on the cereals I hadn't had in a while. <laughs> so I bought some corn pops and I actually bought some cocoa pebbles or so, to prepare for this matchup. Oh, wow. Because um, one thing that struck me and I kind of forgot about it was the the film that corn pops do leave on the roof of your mouth after I, you eat them. I said that last episode. You I did. said they, yeah. leave a, they leave a film in your mouth. That's right. I mean, you did say that after oh you eat the box, gosh. it leaves a film in your mouth. You did say that. <laughs> yeah, it You're does. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. So, the the cocoa pebbles, like Sheena said, they do get soggy really quick if you use too much milk. So, um, but man, dude, the the feeling of your mouth after eating corn pops is not great. Um, I'm gonna go cocoa pebbles based Ooh. on that alone. Uh-huh. All right, so that puts it two to two. So, uh, Sheena, you dialing up a flash pole right now? Yeah, I'm putting it. I'm putting it out to the Foley fam. All right, let's see what we got here. All right, I'm setting up wow. the uh, the timer right now. Five minutes. We'll get the final results. So, Cocoa Pebbles and Corn Pops. That's our first second round matchup. That's going to overtime. Up next. We got Toucan Sam going up against Snap Crackle and Pops, Fruit Loops against Cocoa Krispies. I'm up first in this one. As I alluded to in the last matchup, I think that Cocoa Pebbles are the number one out of the uh, the Cocoa Pebbles, uh, Cocoa Krispies, and uh, Cocoa Puffs death triangle. The Krispies just, they hold their texture the best. You know, they really do Snap Crackle and Pop all the way to the last bite. And the milk is excellent. So for me, this one's pretty easy. I do like Fruit Loops. Um, they are they are pretty tasty. But if I can only pick one, I'm going with Cocoa Krispies on this one. Marco, you're up next. Dang. Ugh. They're getting tough. There's really yeah. no easy matchups left, man. There's it's it. Ugh. It's going to be a uh, you know a dog fight the rest of the way out. Yeah. Um, this one is another tough one, but another Cocoa based cereal one after another um, all three made it to all three cocos made it to the second round yeah what the heck were we thinking uh, <laughs> <laughs> um i think yeah i think something uh i think there was something that was actually food based that i pick cocoa crispies over but i'm gonna uh with this one i think i'm gonna go fruit loops over cocoa crispies um toucan over the mm-hmm. uh, over the the are they over brothers? The crispy brothers, the Cocoa, yep. the crispy brothers, yeah. I don't know if they're brothers or just friends, man. No, it's they got to really... be brothers, dude. They I'm, look I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do a quick uh, Wikipedia search and because they're definitely brothers. Yeah, yeah. Get, get back to a scene with a, with a, a quick like ninety second history on Snap Crackle and Pop. Okay. Yeah. Uh, in the meantime, Jordan, you're up, tied up one to one between Fruit Loops and Cocoa Krispies. All right. 
So as I said in the first round, Fruit Loops definitely are not my favorite. Um, and I do love chocolate cereal just because of the milk taste afterwards. Um, I know we just did Cocoa Pebbles, but these are definitely different. Like the shape of them, the texture, everything's different. Um, so for this one, I'm going to go with Cocoa Krispies. Okay, Cocoa Krispies up two to one. Uh, quickly, I forgot to do uh, the br- brief recap how we had um, Fruit Loops got here by beating Count Chocula three to one. Again, Sheena mentioned how tore up she is still about that one. Mm-hmm. And Cocoa Krispies rolled over the uh, the Senior Citizens cereal of choice, Raisin Bran, three to one. So <laughs> that's how they both got here. Cocoa Krispies is up two one over Fruit Loops. Sheena, you're up next. Okay, so um, I agree with everything that you guys said about Cocoa Krispies. They definitely, it's it's a totally different cereal. I mean, as similar as they are to Cocoa Pebbles, you know, it's just like small um, chocolate cereal. I It's a totally different texture, totally different experience. Um, they are delicious. But I'm going to have to go with Toucan Sam and Fruit Loops because I love Fruit Loops. Um, I just think they're delicious. They're fruity. It's not like tricks where they leave you that like funky aftertaste in your mouth. Like yeah. they're just perfectly fresh, um, perfectly sweetened. I, I'm, I'm here for Fruit Loops all day long. All right. So that's another one going to ot we're tied up two to two between fruit loops and cocoa Krispies. i told you guys there's no gimmies left in this tournament it's nothing yeah. but heavy hitters left so fruit loops and cocoa crispy sheen you getting the live pole one yeah i'm about to put it up um i did look up um snap crackle and pop they are just elves it doesn't make any mention to what their actual like relation is like so i don't i think they're just like little mischievous little just elves so yeah maybe they're just friends you know i mean in 2021 we can't rule out that it's romantic you know what i mean i mean three dudes sitting around in a in a you know basically a milk jacuzzi for the greater part of their adult lives i mean it's got to be it's got to be something going on there right Milk jacuzzi has sounds amazing that would be so good for your skin (laughs) that's that's why they've never aged you know yep that's what would be better with the uh with the regular rice krispies or with the cocoa Oh, Coke, cocoa! You could like, you could like dip down and like drink the milk out of your own bathwater. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, wow! <laughs> that is wow! Oh, no, too far. Yes, disgusting. <laughs> Listen, I would get a straw in that bitch. I'd be like, it'd be bubbling. Oh. I'd just be like, <laughs> she's doing milk bubbles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, y'all, calm down, folks. Calm down. Y'all okay. can, y'all all can right. hate all you want. You know, you know, you'd be doing it too. Uh oh, it's time, Sheen. What are the results of corn pops versus cocoa pebbles? What did the Foley fam say? Oh God! Well, I'm just now freaking putting up the the other poll. Let me check. Okay, so it looks like, oh my God, it is a barn burner. I feel like we should give it like 30 more seconds. Let me <laughs> let me do we do one more refresh? Um, oh man! All right, it looks like corn pops is taking the win um over oh, cocoa pebbles wow yes. i did i did not see that one coming i that that's a surprise to me uh, corn pops corn pops is now they're going to the quarterfinals both of their first two matchups have been three to two victories wow. the foley fam is supporting corn pops big time they've got them into the uh into the the elite eight all right so we got a flash poll going now on fruit loops versus cocoa crispies all right, I'm getting, it, I'm getting it up right now. So start the timer actually right now because I had to go back and look at that one. So start it right now, and I'm going to give the Foley fam some some time to weigh in on this. All right, so we got five minutes going on Fruit Loops versus Cocoa Krispies, and in the meantime, we will move on to the next matchup. 
All right, snap, crackle, and pop are making their second entry in the second round. They're going up against that fucking bee, Honey Nut Cheerios. <laughs> Sheena, you're up first. Rice Krispies versus Honey Nut Cheerios. So um, you guys know how much I love that effing bee. Um, I think he, do Honey Nut Cheerios, again, with the, with the you know, Round the round <laughs> spherical cere- cereal. Tina loves I love. the hole. I love the hole. Um, it is. <laughs> Who doesn't? Rice Krispies are delicious, but as we as we talked about before, you have to add like so much sugar to make them like the way that they should be, like delicious. You know, you have that like sugar milk in the bottom, um, and I'm totally here for that. But Honey Nut Cheerios are good on their own. Like you can literally eat them dry. You can eat them with milk. You you can turn them into cereal bars. You can make Cheerio treats, like I'm talked about earlier. Buzz B. Um, I, I don't know that I would say Buzz B is more popular than Snap Crackle Pop. But I'm all about saving the bees. Bees are very important to the environment. Um, so I'm going to go with Honey Nut Cheerios. Fuck that bee. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Fuck that bee. This he has. He doesn't even belong here. This is you know. If you look at the 16 cereals that are in um, round two, there's this is definitely like one of those. One of these things is not like the other puzzles, and it's definitely Honey Nut Cheerios because the rest of these cereals are all pretty delicious, and Cheerios just suck. So oh I'm going gosh. Rice Krispies, two tablespoons full of sugar, top it off with milk, easy win. Rice Krispies for me all the way. And Jordan, you're up next. All right. So said it last time. I'm going to say it again. Cheerios belong in a toilet bowl. Yeah, and yeah. I don't care if you have to sugar the shit out of Rice Krispies. I, there's nothing you could do to a Cheerio that's going to make it seem like a better cereal to me. Uh, Honey Nut Cheerios got the Meredith Palmer pity sex vote last time. <laughs> it better not happen again. Rice Krispies. <laughs> All right, Marco, you're up. Um, yeah, I mean, you guys know my stance with this one. It's Honey Nut Cheerios. Oh um, my god! Yeah, it's gonna be two two. Here's the thing. Let's let's remove let's remove this let's remove the sugar. Sugar does oh not come god. in. It does yeah. not. It is not an additive. We can't talk about the things that you add to it. Yeah, yeah. That should, that should t- not be a yeah. a point of you know exactly for the competition. Yeah. So if you take Rice Krispie treats and you put it against a sweet honey nut cereal, it loses. There's mm-hmm. no other. Even if it's Cheerios or not, if you take a honey nut cereal and put it against Rice Krispies, they stay without, crunchy longer. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it stays just, crunchy longer. It doesn't. It, yeah. It's. I mean. You have to add things to Rice Krispies to make it taste good. So, mm-hmm. um, Honey Nut Cheerios, it is. You guys are ridiculous, man. So, Foley fam, if you're ever, you know, at, at the next WrestleMania, we're all out. When we're, when we're splitting up and you got me and Jordan going off to breakfast in one direction and Sheena and Marco going off in the other, you guys know where to roll to. You know, me and Jordan, we're yeah, going to be and, feasting. me and Marco. We're going to yeah, be exactly. having some, some breakfast screwdrivers, pounding back some delicious cereal, some awesome, you know, a really awesome meal. And Sheena and Marco are going to be eating Cheerios, man. Nope, so. And raisin, and raisin bran. Don't and raisin, raisin bran, bran, too. We're going to be honey eating raisin Cheerios. bran and honey nut Cheerios. <laughs> They're going to be gonna having be... some of uh, Sheena's world famous honey nut Cheerio bars. Yeah. Oh, going to uh, raisin gonna bran be bars. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make raisin bran like we can. I'm sure the hotel we stay at is going to have like the breakfast bar so we can get some yogurt and we can sprinkle the raisin bran over top of it. You yeah. know, like a, like a granola. It's going to be amazing. You know you want to roll with us. Sounds terrible. 
All right, Sheen, it's time to get the result. Fruit Loops versus Cocoa Krispies. What did the Foley fam go with? All right. It looks like it was a pretty definitive win for Toucan Sam. Fruit Loops are taking the victory. Oh, my goodness. All right, and go ahead and get us a flash poll going for Rice Krispies versus Honey Nut Cheerios. I got one. All right, so just to recap again, uh, sorry, you guys can tell the IPA is kicking in. I've been leaving out the recaps. Rice Krispies, uh, they defeated Oreos 3-1. to one. That was another Jordan... Uh, Mm-hmm. addition to the uh, the tournament and then honey nut cheerios again in the biggest travesty of the first round they beat rice crispy trees three to two so they are going to overtime right now sheena's getting the flashpole set up let me get fruit loops into the quarterfinals fruit loops is going to be facing apple jacks there in the elite eight all right like so let's get to, on i feel like we need to give these matchups longer on the flashpoles because now we Cocoa, definitely, we definitely Cocoa pebbles do. is dog walking corn pops now yeah, it's making, it's, I just saw that too, Jordan. It is making a comeback, dude. Everybody is rallying behind Cocoa Pebbles. They are pissed at the Flintstones. Got kicked out, it's dude. It's like the election. All the mail-in votes are going in now, dude. So. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Stealing votes. They're stealing They're stealing this election right now. Stop, stop, stop the, the steal on Cocoa Pebbles. Stop the steal. Stop, stop the Stop the steal. All right. Let's move on. This is the uh, the last matchup of the second round. <laughs> All right, we got Fruity Pebbles going up against Frosted Flakes. So both of these cereals came in on a clean sweep. Fruity Pebbles, Waxed, French Toast Crunch, 3-0. Yeah. And Frosted Flakes beat Captain Crunch, 3-0. So now we got Fruity Pebbles and Frosted Flakes going one-on-one. Jordan, you're up first. Man, what a tough matchup this one is. I don't know Uh, if you're being sarcastic, but I really do think this is a tough matchup. No, I'm not being sarcastic at all. I like both these cereals a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, Man, Tony the Tiger was a staple of our childhood, guys. Stood. Straight stood. Man. He was great. There is Fruity Pebbles, and damn, do I love me some Flintstones. I have to go Frosted Flakes on this. Like, I'm not going to go over the whole taste thing. It's just I, I like Frosted Flakes so much. And like I said, man, this was so such a big part of my childhood that I don't think I can go against Frosted Flakes. Yeah, they're an iconic American cereal. You know, they're definitely in the, the – the, the, you can make a case that regardless thing, of how much you like them, they could be on the Mount Rushmore of American cereals, and especially Tony the Tiger. You know what I mean? He's one of the most iconic characters ever, so – Nothing wrong with that one. You really can't go wrong with either one of these choices. Marco, you're up next. Um, yeah, I'm going to piggyback off of Jordan and go with uh, Frosted Flakes. It's Tony the Tigers. Like you said, a staple staple of our childhood. The cereal's great. Um, I'd be hard-pressed to think. I'm not sure anything's going to beat Frosted Flakes on this tournament. I may, that might be the winner. Mm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do an early prediction and say – Frosted Flakes is up there and probably winning this whole thing. Just you're doing, you're the, doing an American Idol audition. You could win this thing. And you could. <laughs> he could he, Tony the Tiger could win this thing. I mean, it's. I mean, it's. It's. I can't even say anymore. It's. It's. Yeah. A, it's a great cereal. It's. There's nothing else you can say about it. It's, All right, Sheena, you're up. Yeah. So I again, like Jordan and Marco, I love both these cereals. Um, Fruity Pebbles next to Fruit Loops is probably my second favorite fruity cereal. Um, I, like I said, I love all the Pebbles varieties, but there's just something iconic about Frosted Flakes. I've, like I told you before, I've eaten every like knockoff of Frosted Flakes, and they're all freaking delicious. I don't, I can't say that about Fruity Pebbles, but literally, like you know, it doesn't matter if they're just like you know Sugar Flakes or you know whatever Walmart Great Value brand there is. Frosted Flakes always come through. Um, 
I even like as much as I love crunchy cereal, I even like frosted flakes when they're a little bit soggy, like when they're just kind of like, you know, yeah. like, you know, limp <laughs> and, you know, wow. and wet. Oh, um, oh my God. So I'm going with Tony because it is great. All right, so that's Tony the Tiger going over in a clean sweep. So he's had a uh, a clean run to the quarterfinals now because they beat Captain Crunch 3-0 in the first round. Fruity Pebbles, again, they they had the clean sweep in the first round against French Toast Crunch, but now they're gone. So Frosted Flakes moves on. So we need to bide a little bit of time while we wait on overtime to wrap up between Rice Krispies and Honey Nut Cheerios. So we're going to do a little bonus round. Jordan, tell me, what is your favorite non-cereal breakfast item? Mm. Wow. Way to put me on the spot, Seth. <laughs> um, my favorite non-cereal breakfast item, man, this is a tough one because I do love me some breakfast food. Mm-hmm. Uh, your it's boy, delicious, man. Your yeah. boy at Big Dude Season over here can put down some breakfast food. <laughs> um, we got an awesome biscuit place here. Uh, what's it called? You need the Handsome Biscuit? Yeah, Handsome yeah, Biscuit. Yeah, it's, it's right. So, yeah, when you come back out for Double or Nothing, we'll definitely go get us some, uh, some badass breakfast over there. But, yeah, that favorite is- non-cereal breakfast item. All right. Uh, I'm going to go pancakes. That's nice. Can't, can't go wrong with pancakes, dude. It's a big fluffy stack of pancakes. Nothing yeah. better. Do you go um, some like fruit and chocolate chips or just straight pancakes and, and maple syrup? Just straight pancakes and maple syrup. And you got to have a side of bacon with that. I mean, you know obviously. I mean? Like, we're, we're, I mean, if we're doing it all up, we're going to have everything. Oh, yeah. yeah. Did you Gina, say that? How about you? Hold on, Seth. Did you say the name of that place was the Handsome Biscuit? Mm-hmm. The Handsome Biscuit. That definitely sounds like something else. Doesn't sound like a place you'd get breakfast. It sounds like somewhere you'd pick up a lady. Uh, you <laughs> know, what's your favorite uh, non non breakfast or non cereal breakfast item? So I, I too like pancakes, but I'm gonna have to go with biscuits and white gravy, like sausage gravy, Ugh. biscuits and gravy. Oh my god, I, I just love I love it so much. A big like you know fluffy biscuit just cracked open with like sausage gravy poured on, on top of it and then a side yeah. of bacon. You know, my, my mom has run restaurants for as long as I can remember and they're all, like meat and three, like diner style. So I'm, I'm very, very fond of like diner style breakfasts and man, biscuit and gravy hits me right in the field spot. Yeah, definitely. Marco, how about you? What's your favorite? Oh man. So many. I do love, I do love a good waffle. Nice little waffle, some butter, and maple syrup. You can actually go with uh, bacon with that too, as well, mm-hmm. or turkey bacon if you or uh, chicken you like or chicken. It would go with that too. Chick- yeah. Oh my god, Chi- chicken like and waffles. Fried, is- fried chicken and waffles is so damn good. <sighs> oh my god, so sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the cavities when you eat that, definitely. What about you, Sethy? What do you like? Uh, I'm going hash browns, man. I love some good like waffle style like scattered style hash browns because they're so tricky to get right. You know, I've had a lot of crappy hash browns in my day, but. Yeah, some good hash browns with some cheese, maybe some country ham cut up in it. Just excellent. Mm-hmm. How do how do we feel about uh, corned beef hash? How do we feel no, about that, everyone? We don't. Oh, I feel good about it, Marco. All right, Jordan, li- Jordan likes anything with corn in it. So yeah, you can't. You got to kind of discount his. <laughs> you don't like corn. What about you, Sheena? What do you? Oh yeah, you? I'm here. I'm here for it. I'm here for oh, all, yes. all all the breakfast things. Like you can't you can't turn me away from breakfast food. I mean, I really don't know what there is out there that I wouldn't be like. Okay, cool. I'm, I'm down. Yeah, exactly. You know. Seth, so what's your gripe against uh, corned beef hash? I just I don't know. I don't really get it. He like, normally what? he normally likes like uh, processed meats like that. Yeah, I just feel like if we're gonna do that, just give me some spam, man. 
which kicking back to my Hawaii roots, yeah, Spam Musubi, that's another excellent breakfast option. Or that's really like any time of day type option though. Yeah. yeah. What what was the um what was the spam and rice? What, what what was it called in Hawaii? I forget. The Moko Loco Moko. Yeah, so there's a Hawaiian so I, yeah, like Sheena mentioned, her mom owns her own restaurant. We've been trying to tell her to get her to bring this dish because I think it'd be a hit here in the States. And I have not seen it done would. anywhere in the state. So it's called Loco Moco. Basically, it's a bed of like breakfast fried rice. So you got fried rice, maybe like some chopped onion and spam and a little bit of bacon and stuff in there, some peas. And then you have a hamburger patty and then a... Um, a fried uh, egg. Yeah, a fried egg, like over easy. It's like, so- you know, fried soft. And uh, and then you dump brown gravy all over the top of it. And it's just, oh, wow. it's excellent, it's man. It's freaking amazing. That, that's like the base mocha local. There's like, yeah. you know, a hundred different oh, yeah, varieties. You can dress it up however you want to. It, yeah. it is the absolute perfect hangover food. There's none better. Like a night of hard drinking. There was a place, um, I think it was called like the 49er. You know, uh, well, they're 49er, but I was thinking of the one that was in that shopping center by our house. I think it was like the Honolulu oh, Pancake yeah. Company yeah, the or pancake something company, like that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that night of hard drinking, I'd go over there, get takeout for the whole family and bring it home and just go to town on that thing. And, and you're good to go. It's soaking up like every every toxin in your body. Mm-hmm. You're all set for a, uh, a Saturday. All right, Sheen, give us the results of Rice Krispies versus Honey Nut Cheerios. All right, Foley fam, I am proud oh, to announce oh my God. that Buzz oh. B and his Honey oh, Nut yes. Hoops yes. are going to oh. the next round. Oh, I'm having man. flashbacks to Survivor Series 98 when The Rock, you know, was mysteriously advancing to the finals on all these, you know, seemingly like fluke victories and stuff. Um, I, I, th- I think there's foul play. There's a conspiracy afoot. I do not know how Buzz is in the final eight. Hashtag save the bees. I feel like that should be our next T-shirt. We need we need to save the bees T-shirt. <laughs> how does this dickhead keep dodging the fly swatter? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're down to the final eight. I'm just, I'm looking at this bracket right now because I'm updating it live on my phone as we go. And with the exception of Buzz the Bee, we got some straight heavyweight matchups to go. You guys ready to kick off the, uh, the quarterfinals? Yeah. Let's roll. All right. Let's get to it. First up, we got Cinnamon Toast Crunch going against Corn Pops. Cinnamon Toast Crunch has an unblemished record. This is this is the tale of two fighters. So Cinnamon Toast Crunch has been on easy street. They dropped shredded wheat 3-0 in like a you know 30-second squash match. And then, you know, Cocoa Puffs came in fighting, but they got rid of them easily. Also, it was like Brock Lesnar on Kofi Kingston. You know, the Cocoa Puffs came in hard and uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch hit the F5 and dropped them. They're rolling in a, with a 6-0 record so far. Going up against Corn Pops, who is straight up battle tested. Corn Pops, they survived a grueling fight with Chris Spix, three to two, and then they barely outlasted Cocoa Pebbles, three to two. So Corn Pops has gotten taken to the limit in both of its matchups, and now it's going up against Cinnamon Toast Crunch. And Jordan's up first. What's your pick? Cinnamon Toast Crunch versus Corn Pops. All right. So we got Cinnamon Toast Crunch, my king. Against corn <laughs> pops that leaves a film in your mouth after you're done eating it. I mean, I don't really need to justify this one too much. I don't think I'm going cinnamon toast crunch. Like everything I said the last time, it, it still applies here. Just the milk afterwards, the, the cereal. It's just cinnamon toast crunch is goaded. All right, up next is Marco. Man, yeah, that's another hard one. Uh, that's what she said. Uh, <laughs> uh, dang I think yeah, yeah Cinnamon Toast Crunch I think um, over 
over the pops. I mean, there's nothing wrong with eating something and you know and leaving film in your mouth, but it's definitely <laughs> That's what uh, you like. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's 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 a it's a same. You can eat it dry. We we went through this. You can eat it dry. You can you know with the milk, the cinnamon milk left over is phenomenal. You could probably box it up and sell it as actual milk. People would use it with other cereals if they could. Um, yeah, cinnamon toast crunch is the uh, is my pick. All right, Sheena, you're up. Yeah, I'm gonna go just clean sweep. It's got to be cinnamon toast crunch because yeah, like I said, I, I don't. I'm not here to step on anybody's kink, but I think uh, you know, <laughs> wow. eating something that leaves a film in your mouth is definitely not is definitely not oh for me. Gosh. And uh, I'm I'm here for cinnamon toast crunch all day every day. <laughs> Yep, corn pops. Uh, you know that's it. Cinnamon Toast Crunch is going to the semifinals. I'll go and throw my vote out. Also, corn pops. You had a good run, but Cinnamon Toast Crunch is you know it's that shit. So yeah, Cinnamon Toast Crunch moves to the final four with an unblemished record. They are nine and zero now. Wow. so far in uh, the Bootios Invitational. All right, up next we got this one's going to be a tough one for Sheena. Uh, this is two <laughs> whole oriented cereals. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Gina loves the hole. I love the hole. Where you got Apple Jacks going up against Fruit Loops. This is oh a real good matchup. This I is would, like you know, my nightmare. Again, Ooh. I think, you know, Jordan, you can co-sign me on this. We're taking a shit on Cheerios. I think this is probably the two best whole, uh, you know, whole shaped <laughs> cereals there are. Oh my gosh. Apple, let's recap. Apple Jacks uh, beat Cinnamon Mini Buns in a 3-0 sweep in round one. And then they took out Golden Grams in three to one in round two. Fruit Loops is a little bit tougher route. They beat Count Chocula three to one in round one. And then they went to OT, winning three to two against Cocoa Krispies in round two. So Apple Jacks versus Fruit Loops. And Marco, you're up first. Oh man. This is this is really a tough one. Uh I'm at, I'm going with Apple Jacks over if oh, I have to pick a uh, a whole base cereal. I'm so nervous. It's going to be Apple Jacks. I mean, I do. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, just thinking of the taste, and even even that kind of leaves like the the milk has kind of like a kind of like a taste to it after after Apple Jacks are you you finish with them in the in the bowl and stuff like that. So both le- both make amazing <sighs> milk. Apple Jacks yeah. and Fruit Loops both have sweet, delicious nectar just, of the gods waiting for I'm, you in the bowl. Yeah, I'm just thinking of that 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 iconic green box, man. It's it's you know that's, seer- that's seared in your nostalgia. It's, it's, it's in, yeah, it's in my it's ingrained in my memory forever. Yeah. So yeah, Apple Jacks it is. Yeah, I like Fruit Loops. They're they're delicious, but Apple Jacks. I'm gonna give them props. You know, like cinnamon apple is a is a tough flavor to kind of recreate artificially, but they really do it. You know, it's sweet without being too sweet. Shout out to the NWO. Um, but I'm going Apple Jacks, you know, again, it's two great cereals, so no shame on Toucan Sam, but they're coming up just a little bit short. If I got two sets of holes in front of me, I'm leaning towards Apple Jacks. Oh. Yeah, of course. All right, Jordan, you're up. Apple Jacks is up two to oh. All right. So, as I've stated numerous times, I, I did not vote for Fruit Loops in any of the rounds so far. So, obviously, I'm not a huge Fruit Looper. Um, <laughs> I don't mind Apple Jacks. It's just, like I said, it's not my favorite. Um, so with such suspense on this, I will go Apple Jacks. Oh, all right. Yeah. So that's putting Apple Jacks into the semifinals in a clean sweep. Sheena, what was your pick going to be? I was going to, I mean, listen, I love both these cereals. They're both equally delicious. Um, but 
my favorite hole is Fruit Loops. I just, I love it so much. I love Toucan Sam. I love all the multicolored cereal. Um, it's just my favorite. And like I said, I've eaten very various varieties of it as well. You know, like same, same as Frosted Flakes, even the generic varieties taste good. Oh, I'm very sad for, um, we, I feel like we need to grieve our good buddy Toucan Sam because... I'm, I'm sad he's not making it to the he next He had a hell of a showing. Like I said, anybody that's going out right now, they're in the final eight of the, the greatest heroes of all time. And, you know, I hope it's coming through on the podcast. We've put a lot of thought into this. You know, this isn't like we're just like, you know, flipping a coin and calling a cereal. We're all putting a lot of thought into this. Mm-hmm. And so so no shame on being one of the last eight in the, in the tournament. But yeah. yeah, Toucan Sam, uh, you know, farewell. We wish you the best in your future endeavors. Yeah, because this was just straight up like favorite because both of these heroes have the same shape, same texture, same, you know, like same all all around except for their flavor. Perfect matchup. This yeah. is like, you know, this is like Seth Rollins or Kenny Omega or yeah, something. Yeah, there's nothing that really differentiates these two cereals other than just, you know, the different flavor profiles. But yeah, just I felt like Toucan Sam was just such a more iconic character than, uh, you know, I don't even think Applejack's had a mascot, did they? No, they didn't. It was just they, they didn't, they they didn't, didn't need a, one. They didn't have a, a tagline either, did they? No, they didn't need one. Oh, Again, apparently. No. Sheena, I'm going to give you some advice. Okay. Okay. Somebody gave me this advice in high school. It's time for you to find another hole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great advice, by the way. All um, right. On that note, that's our next T-shirt. let's move on to our next match we got cookie crisp Mm. going up against the number one heel of the uh of the tournament the freaking buzz the bee oh Oh, shit that's buzz the bee coming down to the ring how did we get how did we get cookie crisp up against freaking Buzz B. Oh my God. So let's recap. Cookie Crisp is a perfect 6 and 0 right now. Mm. They swept Reese's Puffs 3 0 in the first round. And then they took out the mighty, mighty Lucky, Lucky's Charms 3 0 in mm. the second round. Honey Nut Cheerios, meanwhile, has had two controversial, highly, highly controversial um, victories. We got to check Facebook. You know, uh, we think Cambridge Analytica may have, may be afoot. You know, they hacked the 2016 <laughs> election. They may have hacked. The Bootios Invitational somehow via online voting, Honey Nut Cheerios beat Rice Krispie treats three to two, and then beat Rice Krispies three to two. So Buzz the Bee has been just waxing, snap, crackle, and pop all the way to the quarterfinals. It's Cookie Crisp versus Honey Nut Cheerios. I'm up first. You know, I really don't even think I need to to elaborate. I'm going Cookie Crisp all the way. Mm-hmm. Up next is Sheena. Okay, so this is. I, I thought the last matchup was going to be really hard because I love both those cereals but man i didn't realize that it was coming down to cookie crisp and honey nut cheerios i was hoping that um, Buzzby was going to have an easier path to the semifinals um oh crap okay do i do i stand do i stand on my honey nut mountain or do i um <laughs> no you do not oh my god yeah, okay this is rough man so, in true Seth Rollins fashion, I am about to hit Busby in the back of the mm-hmm. freaking in the back with a steel chair. Um, Busby, I'm sorry, I I didn't sell out. I bought in, but I gotta go. I gotta go with <laughs> Cookie Crisp, dude. It's just you brought you brought you brought Buzz to the prom, then you left him for another dude. Ah, dear, dude, yeah, dude, you did. You know, it's just it it. it 
it breaks my heart to do that because I do love Honey Nut Cheerios so much. And I would actually still eat Honey Nut Cheerios as an adult, whereas like I haven't bought like sugar cereal in, I can't even remember the last time I bought like, you know, actual like delicious sugar cereal <laughs> about like all the organic sprouted BS, you know. Um, but yeah, this one, this one hurts because both are great. But if I was really being honest with myself, if I was just going to like binge out and have a moment, I, w- I would definitely take Cookie Crisp over Honey Nut Cheerios. All right, so Cookie Crisp is up 2-0. Jordan, mm. put this bee out of its misery. <laughs> All right, so me and Seth were swinging a fly swatter in the first two rounds, so I decided I was just going to go all out. I had Elon Musk ship me one of his flamethrowers overnighted. I'm about to fucking destroy this bee right now. No. Blowtorch yeah. blow the bee. We're going Cookie Crisp. Oh, my God. I feel All so right. bad. I feel so guilty. Honey Nut Cheerios is gone. Cookie yeah. Crisp is in the final four. Marco, just for just for shits and gigs, what would you have chosen for Cookie oh, Crisp man. versus Honey Nut Cheerios? I don't even know. After all those all those arguments, all those like, I don't even know. It's I'd, Honey Nut Cheerios was such a controversial uh, pick going through. You know, I mean, just to I mean, not probably really. Just ha- Honey Nut yeah. Cheerios is delicious. It, it, it is was good. not controversial. If it wasn't, if we were doing this interview with anybody but you and Jordan, it would have been like, dude, the the Foley fam yeah. loves Honey Nut Cheerios. That that poll is still blowing up right now. Yeah, it's, I mean, like it's would, still crushing Rice Krispie treats or Rice Krispies. Yeah, I'd probably go hashtag save the bees still and just go yeah. with. Thank you. Thank you for Cheerios. keeping your dignity, Marco. Just a, just a I, die I should, on the hill. That's yeah. All. You're you're dying up on Bee Mountain. <laughs> I feel you. In the hive. Yeah, you're in the hive. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's time for the frosted bowl. We got frosted mini wheats going up against frosted flakes. Both oh, of these are coming in. Snap. Oh, Both snap. of these oh, are coming in. These are two titans, two absolute titans staring each other down. We got Tony the Tiger going up against, uh, you know, four Frosted Mini Wheats standing on each mm. other's shoulders. So Man. Frosted Mini Wheats, they took out the kicks and tricks connection, 3-0 in both <laughs> rounds, whereas Frosted Flakes took out Captain Crunch oh. in the main event of part one of Bootios, 3-0, and then they beat he beat Fred and Barney, the Fruity Pebbles, 3-0 in the second round. Frosted Flakes versus... Frosted mini wheats and Sheena, you're up Dang. first. God, this this is ridiculous, dude. Okay, so this, these last three matches have been very hard on me emotionally because I I love both of these two. Um, again, um, both of these cereals are delicious. They're sugar coated. Um, I they and like I said before, um, frosted mini wheats they're even good when they're soggy too. You know what I mean? I don't like soggy cereal, but I I, I can eat soggy frosted flakes and I can eat soggy um uh mini wheats and dude I'm 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 rolling with Tony, dude. I'm going with I'm going with frosted flakes. Wow. Yeah. So for me, I talked about it on part one. I love Frosted Flakes. They hit me right in the nostalgia feel spot because that was just the cereal that was always at my grandma's house. I spent a lot of time staying with my my grandpa and grandma when I was a kid. And that's just what was always there. And I had the awesome grandparents that were basically like anything goes when you're at the grandparents' house. So I would just eat gigantic bowls of this sugary cereal, you know, like pounds and pounds of Frosted Flakes when, when I'd be staying with them watching my old WWF Coliseum videos. That being said, I mentioned at 
the start of part one that I was basing this solely on which cereal I liked better. And Frosted Mini Wheats are just delicious, dry or with milk. They're the best. I really haven't ate Frosted Flakes in probably about 10 years where I eat Frosted Mini Wheats on a fairly regular basis. I'm going Frosted Mini Wheats over Frosted Flakes. Mm. Mm. Marco, you're up. Dang, this is this is a this is almost a tiebreaker here, depending on what which way well, I go. Well, it literally is a tiebreaker right yeah. now because it's one to one, so it's not almost a tiebreaker. It is a tiebreaker. <laughs> um, let's see. Jeez. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Frosted Flakes over mm. over uh, Frosted Mini Wheats. It's I don't know. It's Tony. Tony has a. a, a I mean, if I have to go with, I mean, obviously they're both great tasting cereals and you can't eat, you can, I mean, I, I've eaten Frosted Flakes um, dry as well. So yeah, I same. None of these, none of these cereals have gotten here by being shitty cereals. You know what I mean? Yeah. Except so, for Honey Nut Cereals. No, Except, incorrect. I mean, no. Incorrect. Yeah, False. Gender Ball incorrect. of Champions. That's, False. No. <laughs> um, yeah, no, um, yeah. Tony the Tiger. That's that's what I'm going with. Frosted, All right. Frosted Flakes is the uh, is the choice. For All me. right, Jordan. Frost. Tony the Tiger is beating the Mini Wheats two to one right now. Jordan, you're up. Man, this is a a really tough one. Um, <sighs> Tony this is definitely the, Ti- been the toughest one of night two so far for sure. Yeah, Tony the Tiger. Like I said, definitely a nostalgia feel with him. Um, man. I do love frosted mini wheats a lot, though. Like when I was a kid, these did not touch my bowl. But as I've gotten older, I mean, it's Jesus. Do you go? Do you go one per spoon, or do you like? Do you like stack them up? You know what I mean? Like, Sheena, do you do? Multiple? You know me. You know I'm bringing out the soup ladle when I eat cereal. You got to stack them, man. <laughs> you need you, you need the to have the ladle because the outside is like the crunchiest part of them where the where the frosted's at. So yeah, you got to have two of those in each bite to really maximize. Oh yeah, your definitely. Crunch. Yeah, you yeah. All right. So one. here's the thing: like we obviously at Chick Fil A show are on team Stay Hard. Yeah. So frosted mini wheats are definitely on the Stay Hard team. Uh, fuck, man. I'm going frosted. I'm going Frosted Flakes. Oh. Oh. You built Frosted Mini Wheats up just to drop us at the last second. Hey, listen. It it gets the best of you, dude. This this is very emotional right now, okay? All right. So Frosted Flakes and Tony the Tiger is moving to the final four. Three to one. All right. That's it, folks. Here we go. Three matches left to crown the greatest cereal of all time. Up first in the final four, we got Cinnamon Toast Crunch taking on Frosted Flakes. Cinnamon Toast Crunch is rolling in nine and zero. They drop, they drop shredded wheat and a squash. Okay. They dropped cocoa puffs and you know basically a cunt hair more than a squash. And then they actually had a pretty tough. It, it was all you know fairly well debated, but they still beat Corn Pops three zero. So Cinnamon Toast Crunch is rolling in with a perfect unblemished nine zero record. Frosted Flakes isn't isn't much worse off. They beat Captain Crunch three zero, Fruity Pebbles three zero, and then they dropped Frosted Mini Wheats three to one. It's Cinnamon Toast Crunch versus Frosted Flakes. And Jordan, you're up first. Oh, oh man. <sighs> Gosh, this one, this is a really tough one. Uh, honestly, for me, this is this is by far the toughest matchup so far. Like it's you said not that last cool. time. I know I did, 
but do, we're I, down to the nitty gritty, man. There's no easy outs this left. This is man. true. Uh, I know, true. but you, usually when you do one of these, like one of the ones that make the final four, you really don't agree with, so it makes it easier for yeah, you. Yeah, we just kind of like got it. I think this. Uh, I think this really speaks to like you know people in our generation, the emotional connection we had to these cereals. You know, you feel like you're like turning your back on a friend when you pick one of the other ones over. Oh yeah, they are like comfort food. Cereal is comfort food. It is. It's tough. It's, it's been there for you through your highs, through your lows, through your just, you know, mundanes. Like, it's watched all your favorite TV shows with you. It's it's just like, yeah, they, they've been there through thick and thin. So we got the Cinnamon Toast Crunch going up against uh, the, the chef from Cinnamon Toast Crunch going up against Tony the Tiger. Do, do we got a name for that chef? No, the Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Remember, the, I thought it was the little square. I forgot about the chef. That, that actually... Um, yeah, move. I thought they had, weren't they rolling with a chef for a while there in the nineties? I, I now that you that say that, I feel right. like mm-hmm. yeah, they yeah they don't have it anymore. It's a little uh, it's a little square. Got to yeah, have little squares, have yeah, cinnamon no squares, yeah, yeah. But we're talking about when we were kids. Like, yeah, there was definitely a chef on the front of the box. Wendell was his name. name. Yeah, Wendell, yeah, Wendell the chef. Yep. You sure? Oh my god! Is that, is that the uh, <gasps> you guys? Is that I the totally, Mandela effect? I, Are you sure? I totally Are you sure there was a? Uh, we yeah, this is a Mandela effect. Yeah, I'm looking at his picture right now. I Chef totally Wendell. forgot about him, guys. This this changes everything. I, mean, I, mean I feel it, like I can't even believe I forgot about the freaking chef I mean, on cinema. Did the Monopoly guy have a, a monocle, or did he not have a monocle? <laughs> <laughs> All right, you don't so, know. So I'm gonna go back to the task at hand. I'm gonna go cinnamon toast crunch. Mm. It's tough though. It's a tough one, Marco. You're up next. Dang, this is this. I I, I kind of predicted that Tony would uh would kind of take it, but uh he's he's coming up against a uh it's like almost like Austin Hogan right now to see who the biggest <laughs> the biggest superstar of wrestling is. Um, dang, jeez, I think that uh, cinnamon cinnamon toast crunch it is the milk. You need it dry. It's, I mean, yeah, you know, it wins. It wins by the milk. The uh, the cinnamon milk at the end. Mm-hmm. That's that's what's that's what's giving me the the uh, the edge over over frosted flakes. If frosted flakes had that uh had that type of milk at the end of it, and it'd, it'd, it'd be really hard. But no, cinnamon toast. The frosted, yeah, the frosted flakes. That's probably the one knock on it. The milk isn't really uh, anything to write home about. It's, you know, it's <laughs> no. a little bit sweet, but that's it. It's nothing nothing truly unique. Sharp Sheena, you're up. Uh, Tony the Tiger, you know he he's down and out. He he's kicked out from a couple finishers, <laughs> but he's on his last leg. He's down two zero. Sheena, your pick: Cinnamon yeah. Toast Crunch versus Frosted Flakes. I mean, I I am vehemently against like big game hunting and like exo- <laughs> exotic animal hunting and all of that kind of stuff. But unfortunately, Chef Wendell's going full Tiger King. But yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> yeah, he's going Chef Wendell. He's just Chef Wendell exotic. He is going to freaking trap uh, Tony the Tiger in his cage and kick him while he's down. Um, and yeah, I got to go with Cinnamon Toast Crunch, man. Like if I, if I was going to pick one, both of these cereals are delicious. I would enjoy both equally. But yeah, if they're head to head and like two boxes are sitting right in front of me, I'm going to reach for the Cinnamon Toast Crunch because they're both sugary. But Cinnamon Toast Crunch has that extra. It's got the cinnamon, you know what I mean? Which makes it just like so much more flavorful. Um, even though Frosted Flakes have been around since 1952. And Cinnamon Toast, oh, yeah. Crunch, Cinnamon Toast Crunch just came around in 1984. So, you know, Tony's got the longevity. But, I mean, sometimes, man, you just one little thing. Just add, adding the cinnamon. If they had cinnamon Frosted Flakes, 
Yeah. Be a different story, but yeah. yeah. In my mind, like cornflakes was like the original cereal. And then like two weeks after cornflakes came out, some guy was like, hey, let's throw sugar on this. And yes. then frosted flakes they used were to be, born. You know, yeah. They used to be called sugar frosted flakes, but like in the 80s when everybody was like going against sugar and everything, they dropped it because it was like kind of getting a bad rap. So they just started calling them frosted flakes. But yeah, they used to be called sugar frosted flakes. Nice. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right. So cinnamon toast crunch moves on to the finals. Dang. It's time for our second and final semifinals matchup. We got Apple Jacks going up against Cookie Crisp. So Apple Jacks <sighs> has made it here. Uh, they've had a little bit of a rougher road than Cookie Crisp. Apple Jacks, they dropped cinnamon mini buns 3 0. They beat Golden Grams 3 1. And then they came back with another sweep to crown themselves as the definitive whole base cereal <laughs> by beating Fruit Loops 3 0. Cookie Crisp has been on a straight up war path. They dropped Reese's Puffs three to nothing, Lucky Charms three to nothing, and then Honey Nut Cheerios that fucking be three to nothing. <sighs> so, two titans of the industry going up: Apple Jacks versus Cookie Crisp. Marco, you're up first. Man, I think I do love Cookie Crisp, but uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna go with Apple Jacks. On this one, um, there's that cinnamon taste. I'm, I'm going to go with the battle of cinnamons at the end for the for the oh finals. Hopefully gosh. that happens. I'm not sure what you guys' picks are going to be, but that's that's what I'm eyeing towards. Um, and it's Apple Jacks. I mean, we've. I think I pick Apple Jacks all the way this whole this whole round. So yeah, it's uh, there's nothing there's nothing else you could say about it. it's it's super tasty, more tasty than. Cookie crisp this time around. <laughs> Super tasty. <Apple laughs> Super tasty. Smart ghost pitch. Uber tasty. Yeah, this, Apple Jacks versus Cookie Crisp. This is really hard because, again, as as stated many times before, I love a whole shaped cereal. Um, it's uh, to me, it's the um, superior shaped cereal. It's just like the way that it you know holds milk. Absorbs it's less milk. surface area, so that helps to keep it from being uh, soggy quickly. Yeah, and they float. You know what I mean? Like they float on top, like because they have a the little. They're basically lifesavers. You know what I mean? So they're they're meant to float. Um, but uh, this is really tough because I think about like you know again, what what cereal would I just if I was on a desert island? What would I want to eat all the time? And as much as this of a sweet tooth as I have and love like you know all the chocolatey, sweet, rich, decadent things. I feel like Apple Jacks is one of those anytime, anywhere type cereals. Um, and I love cinnamon. So unfortunately, I'm going to have to go with Apple Jacks as much as I love Cookie Crisp. Yeah, I'm up next and, and I agree. I love Cookie Crisp, but honestly, I don't think I've eaten Cookie Crisp since I've been a grown up. I, I still haven't eat either. Apple I'd Jacks. be curious to see if it holds up as much yeah, as I, I remember s- it. I still eat Apple Jacks on a fairly regular basis and I just think it's a superior cereal. You know, it's got a little bit, it's just, I feel like Apple Jacks is like a little bit sophisticated. You know, it's the apple cinnamon flavor like they talk about uh, in the last round. It's a tough flavor to kind of nail down. But they totally done it, and yeah, Apple Jacks is my pick. So I'm thinking Apple Jacks is going over 3-0 mm. on Cookie Crisp. Jordan, uh, if what would your pick have been? God damn it! I saved all this research for the final for Cookie Crisp to <laughs> be in this it, position. Man. Yeah, I, I still want to hear. I still want to hear. Yeah, we need to let the tension build for the finals anyway. So yeah, let's hear it. Seth, do you remember that in like the early '90s, late '80s, you used to get a Turtles Bowl with Cookie Crisp, the green bowl? Of course. Yep. So I still have that Leonardo bowl. That's the only oh, one wow. I still have. Oh my um, gosh! Wow. So my pick would have been Cookie Crisp just because of how much I loved that cereal as a kid, and just because like 
every time that I heard anything, like the turtles were obviously my favorite thing as a kid. And every time I heard anything about cookie crisps, I related it to the turtles because of those bulls. Um, so, I mean, it, it tugs at my heartstrings a little bit that it got three owed. I definitely, uh, I definitely think cookie crisp is the more a kid cereal. Like, I feel like that, that is a kid, that is a cereal that is made for kids. Like when I think about being a kid, like if, if you had, if you had asked me this, if we had been doing this, this tournament, you know, 25 years ago, I would, I would, I think I would have went cookie crisp like n- nine times out of 10, you know? Um, I think it's just my, my rational side, like thinking about like why I would want to have Apple Jacks instead. But yeah, cookie crisp is like childhood in a bowl, you know? Yeah. That was all the research, Jordan. That's all I got for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> he, he, was just, he, was, he was just trying to pull on, pull on your heartstrings a little bit, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, okay. it's too He's, late. Yeah, I thought there was going to be a little bit more to it, but nah. He lost uh, the wind in his sails. He was getting built up, and then you, you shut him down, you know? Hard to get it back up once you've uh, lost well, it, you know? Once it got 3 0 I went limp. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, Blue Chew, if you're out there, we're still waiting for our endorsement. All right. That means we are down to our final two cereals. On one side, a straight-up buzzsaw, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, coming in with a 12-0 and undefeated record. Apple Jacks is no slouch, though. They're coming in at 12-1. and It's time for the finals of the first-ever Bootios Invitational. Ooh. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to rumble! All right, Sheena, you're up first. The finals of the Bootios Invitational. Cinnamon Toast Crunch versus Apple Jacks. Oh, man. Okay, so all of these last, you know, semifinals, even many of the quarterfinals matches have been have been difficult for me because I have Grueling. such yeah, I have such a soft spot for cereal. It's one of my like favorite foods. Like I just I love cereal so, so much. Um, but yeah, this this is tough. Again, I love the shape and the texture and, you know, the flavor profile of Apple Jacks. But when I think of like the the like king of the mountain when it comes to cereal. Like if, if you just said cereal to me, like my immediate thought goes to cinnamon toast crunch, you know, like it's just kind of like my instant knee jerk reaction when people mention cereal. Um, the milk is delicious. The, they, the flake is crisp uh, is thick enough to withstand, you know, several minutes it, it, like submerged in milk without getting soggy. Um, it is just a treat and a delight all around. So I am going with Cinnamon Toast Crunch. All right, I'm up next. Um, I saved this story for the end. I was really hoping the cereal would make it to the final so I could share this little anecdote. But uh, again, as we've talked about a couple of times, I got a unique perspective on cereal because my job, I'm forced to be out on a ship in the middle of the ocean for extended periods of time due to the the pandemic, I was actually out to sea for about five months straight. This time, it was actually the second longest stretch in United States Navy history. And uh, again, I don't drink the milk out to sea. It's straight up dry cereal. That's the only way I'm eating it. But we do, you know, luckily, companies do supply us with a ton of free cereal. Um, I had about 30 uh, junior intelligence specialists that worked for me underway. And 
not one day went by without somebody like every morning it basically started with somebody putting a little cup of cinnamon toast crunch on my desk that was like the thing they knew hey we need to get uh you know we need to get seth his cinnamon toast crunch so he'll be in a good mood and won't be coming off the top rope on us for you know whatever mistakes we make today so uh cinnamon toast crunch it's just it's the best you know i've been eating it my whole life with milk dry uh really anywhere there is to eat it it just it it, it tops the charts Apple Jacks is great. I think Apple Jacks, it, it's funny that these two cereals with a cinnamon flavor profile made it to the finals. Um, I think there's something to be said for that. It just really, comp- you know, cinnamon and, you know, nice, uh, the, the milk flavors just really complement each other. Breakfast but, staple, yeah, fl- flavor profile. Exactly. Um, but Cinnamon Toast Crunch just tops the charts. It's the best. Like Sheena said, when you when I think cereal, Cinnamon Toast Crunch is the first thing that pops in my mind. Uh, I don't. I really can't even put my finger on it, what it is about it. But for, for whatever reason, it's delicious and it's my pick. I'm going Cinnamon Toast Crunch also. So that puts them up 2-0. Jordan, your choice. All right. So I said in the semifinals when I picked Cinnamon Toast Crunch, this is my king. This is the goaded cereal. Like you guys said, when you pick your cereal, it's Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Like that they made, like Sheena said last time, they made a milk out of the flavor of Cinnamon Toast Crunch cereal. Like I don't think anything else needs to be said, just because like the whole experience of eating Cinnamon Toast Crunch from um, eating the cereal to drinking the milk, it, it is really just an experience when you eat Cinnamon Toast Crunch. And like Seth said, even when on a ship and it's dry cereal, it's still... It's still a treat. There's, there's still nothing that compares to it. Yeah. It's just it, it's just like the... It's like the the top shelf liquor of steaks. It's just, or of cereal. It's just, <laughs> you guys knew what I meant. Yeah. Um, it, 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 it's Cinnamon Toast Crunch. And I, I knew this cereal would get to the finals just based yeah. on the bracket because... I know how much all of us, we're all about the same age group. We all grew up on this cereal. Um, it, it's just, it's so good. It, I, it, there's nothing beating it. I can honestly say, I don't think I've ever met a single person that doesn't like Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Like anybody that's like, ooh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I mean, you know, there's some cereals on this list that people, you know, as we've seen, that it's just very divisive and very controversial, but... I, I can honestly say, I, I mean, maybe I'm sure they're out there and there's some weirdos out there, but I've never met anybody that doesn't like Cinnamon Toast Crunch. All right. So Cinnamon Toast Crunch, clean sweep. Marco. That, that's it. They yeah. went 15 to 0. Marco, uh, what was your pick going to be? Um, Apple Jacks. No, I'm <laughs> I was going to go with that. Uh, <laughs> Unfriended. Screw you. Screw you guys. I'm going with yeah. Apple Jacks. No, definitely Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I think it was just going to be a, uh, just a, a mauling um, yeah. from all of us. Anyway, it was... I have, was, I have a question for you guys. Do you guys like actual cinnamon toast? Like, you know, with cinnamon sugar, toast, and butter, and like all of that? Because I remember oh, yeah. I, ate, I ate a ton yes. of that. I ate a ton of, of that growing up. Like, I love cinnamon sugar toast so much, which I think is I another see. reason why I love cinnamon toast crunch. But yeah, Seth, do you like it? You're, you're, I think you're probably the most uh, selective eater of the ones of all of us. So do It's you not like- so much that I don't like it, but I'm just impatient, like... And I just don't know what the point of it would be. You know, I'm going to wait to toast this piece of bread and then I'm going to put cinnamon and butter on it. Like, no. Oh my God. That's where I came from. That's what cinnamon toast. toast, Cinnamon toast crunch. Yeah. It literally, yeah, it was literally derived. It's the origin (laughs) story of cinnamon toast crunch. 
So I definitely had, so my dad is actually like, you know, again, not to, not to go straight to the nostalgia feel spots, but like my dad's actually like really, really good at cooking breakfast. And, uh, you know, looking back, I, as a, as a dad now, I see that it was just something that he liked to do because there was a lot of mornings before school where he would get up early before he had to and cook me and my brother breakfast and he'd make French toast and maybe sprinkle a little cinnamon on it. But I never had just straight up just like just a piece of toast with cinnamon on it. So, um, I can't really co-sign that one. I just feel like that'd be a waste of time, you know. No, my I used to eat it all the time. My granny would make it, and she would just. I mean, she kept she kept a shaker that was like mixed perfectly, like it was like cinnamon and sugar all mixed in one shaker, and you just like shook that out on the toast after you put butter on it. And dude, cinnamon toast is like one of those. It's like you know, I said I professed my love for uh, biscuits and gravy earlier, and talked about how it hits me in the feel spot. But like actual cinnamon toast, like I I feel like it just takes me back to childhood so yeah cinnamon toast is so good i can't believe i'm gonna make you some seth and just see because you don't have to be patient i'll just make it and bring it to you like surprise <laughs> you know yeah. and I, I want you to i want you to let us know how, how you like it all right sounds good thanks everybody again for listening and again for the foley fan for participating in the flash polls this was a ton of fun like my mind's already racing thinking about what we could do for next march um to do another bracket because this was a blast give us give us you guys feedback let us know what you think of how we did on the choices i really can't imagine there's too much um you know too much anger over cinnamon toast crunch being number one because it was pretty much unanimous like i mean yeah they went undefeated all the way through it's crazy they were like the the 2001 lakers um we're gonna kick off our royal rumble watch along series again that's gonna be the next few patreon episodes you guys see up next is royal rumble 90 and jordan will be right there with us he's the unofficial fourth member of the cast so jordan thanks a lot for coming out and participating with us i loved it i was glad to do it and um I love talking to you guys and this was, this was a blast, man. I, I love a good tournament and cereal is uh right up there for me. So it was Same. a lot of fun. We'll reach out to general mills. Um, maybe we can get it on the, you know, the box art here over the summer. Maybe that they were the choice of the chick Foley show for best cereal <laughs> of all time. Uh, you know, when, uh, yeah. Like we talked about when will the chef's long gone. So they need something to help out with the marketing. So maybe they're looking for us. We need, we need a cinnamon toast crunch beer. Where is that at? You know, we, we I'm sure it's out there. We'll, we'll need to hit the Google yeah. machine after this. I'm sure it's out there with all the various craft beers. I'm sure somebody's tried to try to do it. Oh yeah, um, we'll end the episode the same way we do all of them. Marco, you got any closing thoughts for the listeners? I don't. Um, just eat your eat, eat your cereal uh, hard until it goes soft. How about that? <laughs> wow! <laughs> don't let anybody <laughs> shit in your cereal. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll end it. I'll end it on a classy note. There's actually a cinnamon toast crunch stout from Urban South Brewery. It's uh yeah. So if where, you wanna, where's if you that want, out of Sheen? Um Urban's it doesn't say it's this is one of your untapped. It says I don't know where Urban's oh no, yeah, I don't know where Urban South Brewery is, but uh Well, let's go and look it up real quick. You said Urban South? Urban South Brewery. This sounds very regional. It's in, oh, Houston. It's in Texas, I think. Okay, so if you're in Texas, look up, uh, what was the name of it, Sheen? It is Cinnamon Cinnamon Toast Crunch Stout. Yep, all right, so look up the Cinnamon Toast Crunch Stout, and if you try it, let us know how it is. Uh, This is the Chick-fil-A Show asking you guys to chill till the next episode. 